Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, I am ready. Go ahead. You're listening to Autoglim 10 Top Tuesday for fans of everything with a roof. Wow, it's 10 Top Tuesday. Unless I'm very much mistaken, it's Tuesday. And it's Tin Tops, it must be Tin Top Tuesday. Not just any normal Autoglim Tin Top Tuesday. Back-to-back Autoglim Tin Top Tuesdays. What do you think of that, eh? So busy for the teams, busy for the drivers, busy for Autoglim Tin Top Tuesday. I have a confession... Uh, I think we may run slightly over the two hours tonight. I got carried away. I'm still buzzing. Absolutely buzzing from the weekend. Beautiful weather. Uh, um, An absolutely huge crowd at Silverstone. And I always end up with a bit of a buzz after we have the final podium on the track. And all those people in front of the podium. If, If you were there, if you were there in front of the BTCC podium at the end of the day on Saturday I bet you got some good pictures didn't you if you did why don't you send them in studio at tintoptuesday.com studio at tintoptuesday.com and you could enter image of the week now what's the point in doing image of the week on the radio well we started doing it 15 years ago when we started this little radio show and it's kind of stuck really And if there's an entry that we think is an outstanding picture, then it will get the title of Autoglim Tintop Tuesday Image of the Week. And those lovely people at Autoglim will send you a package that will change your life. Oh, yes, they will. Full of all sorts of Autoglim goodies to make your car look absolutely gorgeous and lovely and all that kind of stuff. So if you were at Silverstone at the weekend, send those pickies in studio at tintoptuesday.com. On Twitter, if you'd like to get in touch, at tintoptuesday, you could use the hashtag tintoptuesday. And of course, if you are listening to the podcast, you can still send in your pictures. You can still send in your emails because we see them all the time and we are standing by and ready to talk about them on the next edition. So so there you go. We've got every base covered. And more and more this year, we've been getting people that have been uh, sending in emails in between the shows, which is fantastic. So I've got a whole bunch of emails to get through uh, tonight. Thank you very much indeed for that, including Dave Santos, uh, who sent in on Saturday... A potential image of the week. Now, I'll see what he's done here. Been terribly clever. Um, uh, but you can't pull the wool over my eyes, Dave. Um, it is a picture, basically, of me uh, just going to give a, a, a polite kiss on the cheek to uh, Dave's good lady, who happened to be standing behind Dave. So he sent in the picture. He's put his face in front of the camera to make it look as if I'm about to kiss his cheek. Well, that it never happened, Dave. You can try that sort of thing as much as you like, but it never happened. Honestly, I don't know what you like. 
Uh, Dawn Williams wrote in as well. Hi, Al. Lovely to catch up with you briefly at the weekend. I never got a chance to ask to have a photo with you uh, as we were both quite busy and needed to rush off in opposite directions. But I did manage to get one uh, with the other. Equally as legendary, Alan during the last grid walk uh, and uh, of course it's a picture with Alan Gale over on the circuit and, and I, I would imagine some people got some great pictures there because the sun was setting the sky was beautiful um, and, and well done for getting a picture with Mr Gale absolutely fantastic beginning to think uh, I'm begin- do you know I'm beginning to think that we could do with uh, Mr Gale um, in charge of the country Things are all a bit, things are all a bit rubbish at the moment, aren't they? Have been for a while, really. And um, I just got a notification just before we came on air. I got a notification from Sky News. I'll read it out. Scotland's new vaccine passport system for entry into nightclubs and large events will not be enforced until two weeks after it's introduced. Right. Crystal clear. You see, what, what Mr. Gow does quite brilliantly is he makes decisions and they are always crystal clear. Great example, um, when we were about to go racing with the BTCC at the weekend at Silverstone, the previous race, which was, uh, it wasn't even started. In fact, it was just formed up on the grid, uh, the British Formula 4 championship and the car that was on pole position dropped a load of oil onto the grid slot, which is uh, pole position. Okay, so out come all the circuit workers and and the and the cleanup um, uh, uh, vehicle, which uh, goes to all the toker meetings, um, and they did a brilliant job. They cleaned it all up, but it was still wet. Okay, so pole position was still wet, um, and I was looking at the at the the damp area, which would clearly put the car that was going to be on pole position, which was Rory Butcher, at a disadvantage. Right, so we're all wondering. What are they going to do? Bring out big hair dryers? What are we going to do? How are we going to start the BTCC race? So, out comes Lord Gow, um, and <laughs> all the grid girls are in place. The teams are in place, and he says, "Just move everything back one." Yep, that's right. That's um, it was staring all of us in the face, and it was an instant decision. And lo and behold, uh, the job was done. So uh, there you go. It's very simple caused quite a bit of panic some of the grid girls didn't know what was going on they've been told to stand there and then all of a sudden they get told to go one row back it all got a bit messy to be honest for a minute but we all shuffled back and perfect everything was done so if you're at silverstone at the weekend send us an email studio at tintoptuesday.com now you may have noticed that we don't tell you who's going to be on the show anymore we keep it as a bit of a surprise oh yes we do and i've already told you we've gone a little bit over uh quite a lot over hope you're free till about half ten ish something like that uh because uh, (laughs) this is really cool this is such a good story so uh, for the first time this year uh since his return to the btcc um uh, we had dan lloyd on the show last week um and, and he was telling us about his bad back and he was worried about would everything go okay at silverstone would he be able to race you know how is he going to be able to do it? well <laughs> well 
blow me down, he had a really rather good weekend, didn't he? Um, uh, two podiums and found himself on the reverse grid pole position at the weekend. Um, so it's only right and proper um, that we have a little bit of a follow-up conversation with Dan Lloyd. Dan's on the show tonight um, and he's our first guest this evening. Now, there were lots of other exciting things going on at the weekend. It was a great weekend for Rory Butcher. All of a sudden, he didn't get all the bad luck that he's been suffering so far this year. Um and he got two wins. He got pole position, quickest in every free practice. It was fantastic. So for the Toyota Gazoo Racing UK team, brilliant stuff for, for Rory. Now, I thought about getting Rory on the show, but we had Rory on a couple of weeks ago. So I don't want to make a nuisance of myself asking drivers to constantly come on the show. So, uh, so I, right. OK, what was the other thing that was happening there? So uh, in the next door garage to Sam Smelt and Rory Butcher. Uh, there was, of course, the competitive environment debut of the hybrid system, the Cosworth hybrid system that we'll see on the cars next year. Um, Andrew Jordan drove the Toyota that's got that, all of that kit, all that clever kit fitted to it, and also the, uh, the new for next year, the M Sport Toker engine as well. So that was uh, the competitive debut, or, although competitive environment debut. It wasn't uh, racing as such, no wheel-to-wheel uh, kind of action for Andrew Jordan, but it was a great environment test for the system, first time it's done that. So that was very exciting and uh, ran with the number 2022, which was really cool. The car looks amazing um, and it's pretty quick. I think it's fair to say, <laughs> goodness me. Um, and that was just the first time out with all the other cars as well. So uh, obviously the, the testing of the systems will continue and it's going to be a very exciting 2022 season and beyond the next generation, if you like. Um, so that was exciting. So what I thought we'd do, uh, obviously, it's the Toyota uh, being looked after by uh, Speedworks and M Sport and Cosworth as well. All the, uh, the very clever people were there at the weekend running the car um so i thought what we'd do is get christian dick on who is the boss of the team of speedworks toyota gazoo racing uh, uk um, and ask him not only about rory butcher and the fantastic weekend for the team but also about the the uh, 2022 car 2022 car the hybrid car so uh, christian dick is on the show tonight of course tingram's on the show tonight i've got uh, over here Seriously, the amount of emails that I've got for to ask Tingram, I'll have none of my own questions tonight. It's all going to be it's all going to be taken care of. I've got videos, got emails. Might as well turn this into the Tingram show now. From nine o'clock, he will be on at around about nine o'clock this evening. Uh, Stephen Jelly is going to be on the show tonight, <laughs> partly because I feel guilty about having um uh, rather dropped the mic on him on Sunday afternoon. We'll find out why. He's doing something very exciting this weekend. Uh, it's always good to catch up with Stephen Jelly. Uh, Josh Cook is on the show tonight as well to explain about the, the podium that wasn't at the weekend. And we started last weekend, uh, last, last weekend, uh, we started last Tuesday, a new feature. We were looking for a name for the feature, um, but basically it was uh, the people that work it within the BTCC paddock and uh, they are an integral part of the weekend, integral part of teams. Um, and we might think that the, this is what they do full time. But no, they only work at the weekends because they've got another life. They've got a, another job. Uh, they do other things uh, around. And we've got another weekend warrior 
here on Autoglint in Top Tuesday tonight. Last week it was A.D. Moss, who's working with PMR, Tiger and PMR for the uh, last three meetings of the year. Um, previously this year he's worked with Laser Tools. Uh, he's also worked with uh, with Speedworks, Toyota Gazoo Racing at UK, uh, but also previously worked at Team Dynamics. He was our first guest and then we've got this new feature. We've got the second guest. He's the, uh, I think it's fair to say now, the, the general team manager of uh, Motorbase Performance and MB Motorsport, uh, Ollie Collins. He's going to be on the show tonight as well. And he's, he's a friend of the show. So we like getting Ollie on the show. So we've got, as you can see, we've got a packed show tonight. And of course, we play a bit of music as well, don't we? Oh, yes, we do. You see, uh, Dan Lloyd is the recipient. It's happened many times in our history. It is the Autoglim Tintop Tuesday Lucky Charm of Joy. You see, if you're a driver and you're waiting for the best result of the season, you come on Autoglim Tintop Tuesday and it's almost like everything opens up. The curtains open and uh, you can achieve anything like two podiums in one weekend. Dan, that wasn't bad, was it? Yeah, I um, I wish I knew about this uh, round two, to be honest, Alan, because it would have made my year a lot easier. I I keep it very, very quiet 
I keep it very quiet. And basically what I do is I contact a driver if I think they haven't had much luck this year, have they? Sorry, can I just say a couple of weeks ago, Rory Butcher on the show. See what I mean? Okay, okay. You see yeah, what yeah. you see what's going on here, Dan? These are these are things at work that are bigger than you or I. Yeah, people uh, are going to be lining up and paying it, you. It, now, well, 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 now there you go. It's taken fifteen years <laughs> to get to this situation, and finally we've got there. Dan, you had a brilliant weekend. That was superb. Yeah, I'm over the moon. Um, absolutely, I'm st- I'm still on a high from it. I bet um, you are. You know, you know what motorsport like. Motorsport is like, you know, the the highs and the lows. But you know, the the tougher times make make the the glimpses of of the good times even better. So, you know, that two podiums this weekend. I mean, it, it's good on all accounts. But considering the year that we've had so far, like it's, it's just amazing. So happy. Uh, what, what was the? <laughs> I'm going to ask you, what was the secret? Do you know what the secret was? Do you know how everything was unlocked in the way that that it was? Because I I think this time last week when we were talking, we were both, we weren't saying it, but I think we were both nervy as to whether you'd even be in the car with your bad back that you were describing to us last week. Yeah, I mean... I don't think that there's definitely not anything in particular. I think I think it's quite a few things um, added together. You know, at Croft, our, our pace wasn't horrendous. Um, I mean, we were P3 until like six minutes to go. Um, and then, you know, the race one, I made up some good progress and it could have been a very different day if I hadn't have had a bit of damage in race two. I could have been in that reverse grid and, and there we go. But... I mean, Silverstone, one one of the things that benefited us at Silverstone is we've been struggling a bit this year with uh, the curb strikes at certain circuits. At Silverstone, you don't really take any curbs, really. So we're not really at at a disadvantage there. I see. Yeah, that's Um, interesting. Obviously, we're quite light, um, which, I mean, should have gone against, you know, to should have should be in our favorite any circuit yes um but you know qu- qualifying in the, in the top five just sets you up for a much different weekend to being in the you know 12 13 14 that it's just it's just so difficult when you're in that mid pack so to get up, up up that high that that's really that set the tone for the day and then of course you got the success ballast which was something that was sort of reasonably alien to you as far as this season is concerned but that all worked out rather nicely when all of a sudden everything gets reversed and you end up on i mean seriously someone was looking after you at the weekend weren't they yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I I completely admit I'm bloody lucky. <laughs> <laughs> it, that, that's all it is. I, I was really lucky, but you know, we, we've had a fair share of bad luck as well this season. I've, I've been in in the in the shop for I think four reverse grids, and I haven't been involved in one of them. So um, yeah, I'll, I'll, t- I'll take that bit of good luck all all day long. Um, yeah, race two, it was a bit of a nightmare, to be honest. I, I made a, a mess up of the start, uh, which was completely my fault. But then we were we were kind of OK. We, we were we were holding our own until the engine started to overheat. And then we just kept dropping back from there. So, you know, we, you go from a high of getting that podium in race one to dropping back and having a nightmare. And it, it's so funny because, you know, you, you get a podium, which is a highlight of the year. 
and then you have a bad race too and <laughs> you're really annoyed you, you, like you, you, you just completely yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you forget about race one but then obviously we had we had the good luck and then it was just head down for race three then but how was your back dan because that's what i mean we talked a lot about it this time last week because you were um let's not make it too light of it you were in agony this time last week weren't you yeah i mean last week it really was horrendous like to the point where i was pulling myself up the staircase because i couldn't walk up the stairs and it 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 loosened up nicely for the weekend i did loads of work on it the rehab work and i put a lot of effort in and to be fair it was the best it could have possibly been at the weekend but i'm really suffering now again with it which Uh. is really um it's yeah it's it's I feel like I've gone back sort of three or four months progress with, with all my rehab stuff. So I've been to the physio today actually for about an hour and a half doing all the work. So I'm, I imagine I'll be sore tomorrow, but hopefully I can, yeah, hopefully I can just keep keep going with it. Well, yeah, I mean, I hate to say it, but maybe you need, a, maybe not excruciating, but maybe you need a certain element of uncomfortable back because it, it, it kind of worked well for you. So. <laughs> yeah. I just wonder if, if that adrenaline, uh, they always talk about it, don't they, that, that, that when you get the adrenaline pumping around your body, you don't feel pain anywhere near as much as you would do in a normal everyday life. Yeah, 100%. I mean, when you're in, in, in the mix of it at the weekend and you're so busy, it's almost like you don't have time to be in pain. But, um, yeah, you're right. I think if my back heals up properly, I might have to put my knee out or something because obviously it did, some, <laughs> it did, it did, did something from me. The There's got to be something wrong with Dan, otherwise it's just not going to go according <laughs> to plan. Well, well, it, it, OK, so, so, so let's assume... The, obviously these aren't back-to-back weekends you you've got a, a week and a half to to repair and do all the work that you do away from the circuit to make things as comfortable as you can and um, what would your thoughts be about donnington and uh, and brands hatch i mean to be honest donnington I'm, I'm looking forward to it i think it's quite similar to silverstone national um just the the characteristics of the circuit and you know what it's like yes yeah Curb, there are more curbs at Donington, but it's not what it used to be. You know, like the last, the the chicane at the end, you know, yes, we yeah. don't have the big sausage curbs anymore. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, and most of the curbs are fairly flat as well. Um, and, you know, the, these little, the tiny little bits of improvement that were found in the car, I think given the solid weekend that we had running near the front and this, this increases the quality of feedback I can give to my engineer, we yes, should be able yeah. to take another, you know, little step forward again. So, I mean, like I say, if we can qualify in the, in the top eight, you know, I, th- I think I think we should be in the mix again. I would imagine that if, if you are bashing into, uh, you know, pretty uh, substantial curbs, not only is it detrimental for, for your speed in the Astra this year, um, but I would also imagine that g- given the fact that you were suffering with a bit of a bad back, surely that would be... Um, well, what I'm trying to say is we were at the right circuit for you last weekend, weren't we? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I, 
you know, like I said, I'd, 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 I'd deal with it. It's okay. It's more, it's more in between the races. It, it yeah, has yeah. Impact. But when it's a race weekend, I just crack on with it. So yeah, amazing. It, it's, it's all good. Absolutely, absolutely amazing. I, I love the fact that you're, you're still coming down off the, uh, off the, the joys of the weekend. That, that, that makes a, a, a huge amount of sense. And I, I would imagine a, a relief not only for you but for the team as well. Because let's not make light of this. Every team, when they're when they're not right at the front, um, as well as every team that's at the front, is working equally hard, if not more so. Uh, if I can, if I can mention a, a Formula One team, imagine the amount of work that's gone on behind the scenes to get McLaren to where they are in th- yeah. three years. Yeah, I mean it, it's crazy, and like exactly what you said. Just massive thank you to the team and Adam and Martin, my engineer, and my mechanics andrew and jack you know that these guys work ridiculous hours ridiculous hours and to be honest it's been a tough year and it's tough on all of us we all we all want to win um and morale has been down and i'm sure I think it's, it's it's exactly it's exactly what we needed um and you know with the likes of donnington coming up next and these slight improvements and who knows we might we might end the season on a bit of a high i mean yeah, it's um, it is good and massive credit to the team that we are still working really hard on it and making these improvements. It was absolutely superb, and you must have felt, um, you know, that 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 you were properly back in the BTCC because um, it it wasn't just that you were at the front, but you were having absolutely brilliant battles within the races as well. Yeah, I mean, two things really. I mean, in the first race. I started fifth and fifth probably. I mean, that equals the best result I've had at the season. But yes, yeah, yeah. I was adamant I, I was going to go forward and I managed to get up to third on the first lap just because I was, my eyes were forward. I was nice and aggressive and did it in a good way. So I was mega pleased with that. I was battling for second. I had the pace on Tom in race one, but the problem is I, I had, where I was quicker was under braking. He just covered me off everywhere. So yes, when yeah, I yeah. got up behind him, um, I couldn't capitalise on that. You know, once I get up behind him, if he covers it, then, yeah, I'm going to struggle from there. And then, um, you know, race three, I had quite a lot of comments um, after the race saying, oh, gutted for Dan. And I'm like, why? I'm I'm very happy. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yes, thanks very much. I'll take that. Because, <laughs> yeah. You know, Jake, Jake Hill, he's, uh, he's one of the main championship contenders very much this so, season. Yeah. Um, he had nine kilos in the car, so you could pretty much say we're even Stevens. And yes. I kept him honest all the way, which just mega, mega proud of. So I, I was over the moon. Of course, of course, I would have liked to win. But at the same time, you know, Jake's battling for a championship. I'm not going to do anything stupid. Uh, I don't want to have that reputation. And, you know, I criticise certain drivers in championship for doing stupid things and i don't want to be like that so i think no, no, no. it's it's good to drive respectfully against someone who is going for the championship as well i get i, get, I totally get that I, I i did feel sorry for i, I had a, a a couple of brief chats with uh your teammate jason plato at the weekend um and and whereas you were quite happy with the car he was not so happy with um i think he was saying straight line speed so i mean this is something that so often happens that you know one car is going within a team really really well and has uh, you know a great weekend the other one maybe not so much 
Yeah, I mean, Jason had a had a tough weekend. Mm. He, we seem to, I mean, some weekends kind of click with the setup and what what you're doing, and ours flowed really nicely in terms of everything we did. Where Jason, he was happy with his car and the shakedown on Friday, and then Saturday it, it felt like a different car to oh, him. Wow. So something happened, and that automatically sort of sets you back two steps. Yes, yeah. Um. And, you know, going into qualifying, that was the difference between fifth or tenth. And, you know, you know what this championship's like. It's very different. But, you know, the, the straight line speed as well. I know the team did an engine change in between, in between race one and two, which was quite amazing because the time was so tight. Um, but, I mean, one, one, one problem we have had this year as a team is that when we're in the dirty air, in the middle of a pack, um, we are our charge temperature seems to go up quite high and we seem to be more affected more than others. Right, like race yeah. two, I was heading down the back straight. I was in front of Dan Rowbottom and, you know, fair play. I, I was absolutely even with him all the way down the straight on that certain lap. The next lap, when we come round, I got a great exit. Gear shift was spot on and he just drove around the outside of me like I was stood still. Yeah, yeah. Um, so when you're behind one or two cars, say I'm in third place, it's okay. But if you're 10th and you're really in dirty air, then we, we start to struggle, which I think Jason, you know, fell part of at the weekend. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Well, um, it didn't go uh, both of your ways at the weekend, but certainly for the for the team and for you, for your side of the garage, a, a brilliant result for the weekend. So uh, well done, Dan. Good luck with the back. Um, I, I think I saw a picture on social media today of you lying on a, a sort of an instrument of torture with all sorts of things plugged into you and all. all yeah, I, I mean, I don't relish yeah. that at all, I'm afraid. Yeah, no, you got to go through a bit of pain before it gets better. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> fing, fingers crossed, fingers crossed. <laughs> you do take things in your stride. It's very impressive. Uh, Daniel Lloyd, thank you very much indeed for, for joining us. Um, and, and just remember, next season, right, if, if you know, if things are a bit down in the dumps, Drop me a text and and, <laughs> and, and and offer your availability on a Tuesday evening. Works wonders. Oh, will do. I can just say what one thing. I, I just can. want to say thanks to anyone who who voted me for me for the driver that driver of the day and the really kind messages after the weekend because I've kind of been in the background all year. But I was just to be honest, I was shocked at the amount of messages and kind messages about about how well we did on the day. So yeah, thanks to anyone who uh, supported us it was it was much much appreciated we've got a great bunch of supporters haven't we uh, Dan it, it makes you feel sort of rather humbled and also of course for so long without the spectators and fans trackside to see them and the final podium of the day on the track at Silverstone it was just um, it does it, yeah. it, it makes you a bit teary really it, yeah. it's, you, it's lovely you, you said you said humble my, my word was shocked to be honest well, well yeah <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah, no, I, I do appreciate it. It was really nice. Oh, mega stuff, Dan. Thank you ever so much. We'll call you friend of the show now. So, uh, so there you All go. Right. Um, we, Cheers, we, Alan. We, 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 we won't be hesitant in getting you back on the show if we need the if we think the season needs a bit of a bit of a push. So, <laughs> don't you, you worry about that, uh, Daniel Lloyd. Thank you very much indeed. Look after your back. All right. Cheers, mate. Thank my, you. Do you know my father used to give me advice about my back? My father used to say a lot of funny things, and most of them were 
um, uh, looking back on it now as an adult, were pretty stupid. <laughs> but but he, he always said, he, if I was sort of lifting something, I, I used to obviously be a DJ and hump, you know, sand equipment around and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I'd be lifting a big heavy speaker onto the back of my van uh, with a, with, without a straight back. Um, and my dad always used to say, you look after your back, son. You only get one. Right. Well, yeah. yeah. Thanks for that, That's Dad. True. Yeah, I'm, I'm knackered, then, <laughs> <laughs> you only get one, Dan. You only get one, so you look after it. There we go, uh, Dan. Uh, have a lovely evening. Thank you for joining us. Cheers, Alan. You too. There Thank we you. go, Daniel Lloyd. Everybody, great weekend. Two podiums at the weekend, and, and just goes to prove that the Auto Glim Tin Top Tuesday lucky charm of joy when we get drivers on it really does work. Thank you for your emails, everybody. Studio at tintoptuesday.com. Keep them coming in. Um, now, I took the Mickey out of Dave Santos when the uh, when the show went on air this evening about the uh, doctored photographs that clearly he's sent in with a, a view to winning uh, Auto Glim Tin Top Tuesday image of the week um he then writes in and says good evening mr hyde uh seriously how good has this season been i agree with you there dave uh definitely the best and most enjoyable season i've ever been to yep yep uh, it's pretty pretty up there uh every meeting so far has been brilliant and silverstone was right up there i know a lot of people hate the circuit as it's only short and it's only got six corners but i've never seen a bad race there yeah absolutely right it's made for the btcc that place um any chances to overtake and that has to be a good thing for me rory butcher was the driver driver of the weekend for me as he took two great wins in the first two races jake winning the third after build, uh, building back up from a low qualifying position top job yeah that was good the um uh, the march that that jake did to to get over the car on saturday uh, and qualifying was was quite remarkable it's brilliant that's what you have to do you have a bad qualifying you're looking to race three aren't you that's the that's the way it works uh a big thank you to everyone that had uh a selfie with me looking back at them uh they proper made me laugh and one in particular took me by surprise see image of the week Oh, that was that, yeah. That, well, that was the doctored picture, Dave. Come on. Uh, as a fan of the BTCC, I still got a buzz from meeting and talking to all the drivers and the team owners. Uh, and being admin in Jeff Army has meant that uh, that happens a lot in a race weekend. Love talking to everyone. Uh, and to one on to one of the greatest uh, circuits in Donington Park. Hope to see you there. Much love from northern jeff thank you dave uh we can still be friends despite the um uh, the <laughs> oh this is good he's sent in um <laughs> he, he sent in another picture okay well i'll allow this one um it just says a reconstruction of a famous incident uh, matt neal proper good sport um <laughs> matt neal uh, uh, raising his fist to uh, Dave and Dave looking in the camera and looking a bit scared. Uh, but can I just say that Matt Neal wouldn't have that sort of smirk on his face? I mean, really, he wouldn't. Is that another doctored photograph? Feels a bit like it, Dave.
What a great song. One of our regular listeners, Natalie, asked us to play that. And two more of our regular listeners, Bex and Reg, are rather happy with that as well. Now, as if back-to-back weekends aren't busy enough for the teams, uh, one particular team boss was, uh, well, do I say doubly busy? Yeah, I think doubly busy. Christian Dick, who looks after the Toyota Gazoo Racing UK team, the Speedworks team, has for many, many years, um, was... Well, i tell you what you reminded me of, Christian. You reminded me of a circus plate spinner walking from one <laughs> garage to another and then back to the other one and then back to the other one. But the great news is that you didn't drop any plates. You had a brilliant weekend. We did, didn't we? Um, yeah, I think you're right. It did feel a lot like that. I did a lot of walking from garage to garage, mm. trying to make sure that everything was okay and ready to fight any fires that needed fighting. But fortunately, I've got a fantastic team of people that work for me and there were no fires to fight. But it didn't um, it didn't stop me worrying about any fires that might come our way. So, no, I'm sure. Yeah, very stressful. I'm sure, well, I, 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 I know it was stressful. I, I, I was watching you. Normally we have a chance to, to have a little chat, you know, about nothing at the weekend. 
fine. But you didn't really have that amount of time. In fact, the only thing we did manage to do was to argue. Um, and we, but we'll come on to that in a minute. Um, uh, yeah, if if you can dare to have a conversation about it again, um, I can. I'm but, quite comfortable with that. Okay, okay. Well, 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 clearly we're going to argue again because um, uh, <laughs> I'm immovable on this. Um, <laughs> but um, it was the first um, outing in a competitive environment for. Um, uh, for the hybrid, the 2022 hybrid system, the Cosworth hybrid system, uh, and uh, and also for the uh, for the new Toka engine, the M Sport engine, both of them coming in in 2022, and they're all they're all fitted in uh, uh, the Toyota. So uh, it's a natural fit that you're, you're overseeing the the operation, the test bed that, that goes on. Were you? Were you excited about the weekend for the first time? Andrew Jordan at the wheel, going out onto the uh, into the field of battle, essentially. Do you know what I was? I, I mm. really was. Um, you know, it, it was as you say the first uh, chance that we could that we can compare the car to to other cars on track and have a look at its strengths and weaknesses. Everybody's have a look, a look at its strengths and weaknesses. So yeah, it, there's there's a lot of stress as we already discussed with that i mean imagine it's not bad enough running a, a, a two-car touring car team but then <laughs> exactly take on yeah. a project for, for alan gow to, to put out there imagine the extra stress that that brings <laughs> um so but in terms of being excited about it yes um because we've, we've put a lot of work in over the last um 18 months and uh, to, to see it kind of all coming together and come to fruition like that was was exciting and uh, aj was a was an absolute joy to work with throughout the whole process uh as professional as you can imagine but in a very relaxed manner so he fitted in so laid really, back really well. yeah yeah he is yeah i mean it, we uh, aj and i constantly wound uh amy up throughout the whole process i had wondering and go have you seen aj he went for a starbucks about an hour ago he <laughs> qualifies in 10 minutes <laughs> flapping and running after him and he, he played the part perfectly kind of qualifies when he when is wonderful. He is wonderful. He also got warned about track limits, um, which I thought was incredibly amusing when the number 2022 came up on the bottom of the of the timing screens. I thought, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's AJ. Yeah, <laughs> well, he, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't want to do anything different than anybody else, would he? No, of course. He, he's got to fit in with the crowd. But he wasn't, he wasn't allowed to get involved, was he? And, and, no, he wasn't. And people he, he weren't he allowed wasn't. to get involved with him either. No, that's it. And, you know, he's, he's uh, as we've said, he's a super gent and um, desperately didn't want to upset anybody's race weekend. No, of course. Uh, he's a professional. You know, so he, he was absolutely very, very mindful of that and respectful of that. And so there were times when he, he certainly could have got involved and I'm sure was tempted too, but um, resisted that temptation and kept his nose clean. So a good show all round. Uh, it really was. Um, can I just say a couple of things about the car? When, 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 yeah. um, uh, when the uh, Corolla was first released as a road car. Uh, I, I remember seeing the. Uh, it was at a, a show, wasn't it? And I think I saw yes. it on Scott. Uh, I saw a video of it on Scott Brownlee of Toyota UK on um, on his social media. And I looked at it. I thought that'll make a cracking touring car. No, and and it didn't take long. It, you made it into a cracking looking touring car. Can I just say how wonderful it looked? In that particular livery, the hybrid livery, whoever came up with the um, with the mix of colours and the uh, very simple design on the car, but boy, did it look smart! 
It really did, didn't it? Didn't yeah, it? It, yeah. It, it's um, it, it is a cracking looking car, like you say. From from, from before we we give it the BTCC touch, and like you say, that livery uh, really does set it off. And I think I think it was actually uh, uh, Cosworth that, that came up with that. Of course, okayed and overseen by uh, Alan Gow, as everything is. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was there doing. I can't I can't lay claim to any credit for that. Oh, absolutely fantastic! Can I also ask uh, one final question about the about the look of the car? We we know it went well. It uh, was putting in jolly quick laps as well. So everything um, everything I guess that you all needed out of the weekend proved very positive. Um, yes. Are the windows at the front blacker than they are on the regular car? No, I don't know why it looks it. I mean, I, no. it it just looks um, it just looks stealth. For some reason, yeah, maybe it's just yeah. the just the overall look of the car, but uh, absolutely Could fantastic. Be, yeah, to it, but no, yeah, they're all they're all the same. They're the same interior color as well. So um, you know, it's not like there's there's anything there that's that's adding to that uh, no. adding to that look from from that point of view. There's no technical reason for it. No. Um, so, uh, so the hybrid that was all successful. That was one stress uh, away. Um, uh, the car went uh, uh, quickly in the, uh, the hands of both Rory and Sam actually during uh, free practice. And then <laughs> you, you were thinking about what was going to happen in qualifying. What was because because you, you kind of been there before, haven't you? Yeah, that's right. You know, it, it, it's um, it feels to, to to some that this is all kind of all this performance has all come at once, but it's been coming for the last few rounds. And of course, at Croft, we had a fantastic free practice one and yeah. uh, one and two. I think we, we top free practice one. We were third uh, in free practice two, and very very comfortable and confident going into into qualifying. And of course, the first um, first chance at a flying lap that Rory got, we had an engine failure, which is extremely rare. I think I think you've got to go all the way back to. Uh, I think it's Knock Hill 2014, maybe, maybe 15, That, um, that, that for, since we've last had an engine failure. So uh, it was a bitter blow. And, of course, when you're starting from the back of the grid, uh, the BTCC is so ultra-competitive, it's so difficult to make any progress. So yeah, yeah. it made for a tough day. And, um, you know, we came away thinking, you know, all that performance and we've got absolutely nothing to show for it. So, uh, it, again, made for, for a, a, a very tense uh, qualifying session while we're sat there knowing that we've got um, we've got all this performance and knowing that we should be on pole position with this car and, and uh, uh, trying to make sure that we've got it done and you know we, we, of course we also got the, the super pole this weekend so we'd top three practice one top three practice two top qualifying one and now I'm thinking okay well the chances of doing it four times in a day it's, it's starting to get bigger and bigger ass doesn't it yeah. instead of gaining confidence out of that you start to think oh you know it gets more and more difficult but yeah. um, fair play to Rory he went out there with without a toe and uh, right the very last um, at the very last minute I think it was of, of qualifying managed to, to bag pole so super effort by everybody involved it really was it, it, it was super and then able to turn it around on Sunday um, uh, nail biting Sunday so two wins um, and yeah. uh, and the car not coming back at the end of the day with bits hanging off it all over the place which has been the case on a couple of occasions this year hasn't it more than a couple, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We've had a fair share of, of damage, some self-inflicted, and some that, that are just by chance. You know, you go back to I think uh, Alton Park, 
uh, race three. We'd won race two. Race three, I think it was Carl Bordley. Poor Carl had a, a had a brake fader going up towards um, Druids and had to take to the grass on the inside and ended up hitting the back of our car and putting it in the in the barrier. So it's you know it's no one's no one's fault, but of course you still end up putting the car on the trailer with a you've still got uh, that problem, yeah, a, a, a lot of damage. Yeah, so we've had that a few times throughout the year. So it's been it's been tough to start with but it's starting to, to, to all the hard work and the effort that's gone into it is starting to pay dividends we feel like we're, we've got some strong pace with and without weight in the car and um, really can't wait to, to get to the next round it's um i mean you know christian you've been around motorsport for for many many years um motor racing has highs and lows that's just the the very nature of it but when you're when you're a driver and you've had highs and lows as a driver compared to being the team boss uh, and and having all of that responsibility how, how do the the two mixed emotions differ from one to the other do they affect your emotions in a in a different way i think is probably what i'm trying to ask yeah, I think they, I think they do. I think when you're uh, when you're doing when you're doing this as a as a driver, I think you it's not that you don't think about the team uh, at all, but I think that you you have to be you tend to be much more selfish about it. It's much more uh, of a of a self focus, trying to improve yourself. Yes, trying to work with the team and improve improve the the, the car as much as you can. If you're in the position that I am now, you're responsible for so much more. So you know that that um, the, the first part of this year while we were picking up a lot of damage and the performance wasn't where it should have been we were never far away but it was never quite where where we felt it, it should be and we know why and uh, you know and it's a it, I, I always say to get bored of saying it, it's a process that you've got to work through to to make sure that you you, you find those last bits of detail to, to put in the pace and the performance that you need to but of course inevitably you're working harder through those times than you are through the good times yes. you know you're having to do a lot more repair work there's a lot more hours going on and it's physically and mentally draining for, for all the staff and you find yourself very conscious of that and very uh, very very mindful to, to try and keep spirits up and again you know I, I can't praise the, the, the people that work inside of, of uh, I was going to say my team, our team, highly enough. You know, they they never stop digging, never lose the faith, and then to see the sheer joy that this weekend has brought for all those, uh, it's it's just been amazing, really I, worth it. So it, it's a very it's a very different responsibility, a different feeling, and a, and a different level of stress. There's different things that you're looking out for when you're in a in a uh, you know in my position these days. I've been really lucky, actually. Um, uh, last year and uh, one this year, uh, I've been working with David Addison on some uh, podcasts for the for the motorsport part of the University of Bolton, um, and hearing quite a few of the students when they're taking part in this podcast talk about the vast amount of experience that they've been able to get because you're not far you're a local team aren't you so you've been able to That's offer right, yeah. um, all, all sorts of opportunities for young students haven't you yeah we have yeah yeah we, we take on uh, of course we, we, we've, we've got other projects aside from um, uh, btcc related yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, projects as part of the business so we try and take them on into in, into or try to take a few for, for each project that we're doing um and it's 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 invaluable experience for them you know they, they come they start they start working with us some of them uh have been to race meetings but have never been uh in there's a in in the other side of the garage wall if you like yes, having to do yeah. some some work and some preparation 
and it, it really is one of those uh, experiences where the more that they put in, the more that they will get out of it. So if they only come to race weekends, of course, that the, they'll always be helping to build garages, helping to clean up, helping to load up at the end of the of the weekend. If they put more time in at the workshop, we welcome that. That's great. And of course, from that, we, we start to trust them a little bit more. We can give them in, in a less pressured environment. We can start to get them some more hands-on experience with the cars and understand and understanding of why we go through the processes that we go through, you know, why we're doing what we're doing in the way that we're doing it. And uh, it gives them a greater understanding. We can utilise them more over the weekends. But we, we've had some some really, really great students come through that programme, yeah. It's an amazing opportunity that they get at the uh, University of Bolton. It was, it was a, a real eye-opener. And what led me on to that was uh, just the idea that, you know, these these opportunities weren't around when, when, uh, when I was young. You know, there weren't sort of media courses that you can do now um, and certainly the motorsport because these are these are quite uh, you know specific um, educations aren't they the, the, my, my line of work and, and your line of work as well yeah absolutely absolutely so yeah it is and likewise for me you know I, I had no idea how to get to to to, to, to where I am now no. it, 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 the, that um, the, the pathways weren't anything like as clear as they are so they are, they are fantastic opportunities but was, right. was, yeah. was, this, was this what you always wanted to do uh, uh, was uh, it always it, in your mind that this was where you wanted to, to, to be in life I, I knew that I wanted to, to be in and around motorsport I didn't know when I was younger that, that it was a career opportunity for me i didn't know how to make it happen so uh, i've just been incredibly lucky throughout my life i've had some great opportunities and and um i've tried to maximize all of those opportunities as they've come my way but uh, you know it's um it's been an incredible ride but yeah i didn't i really didn't know um back then how to how to make it happen again there wasn't a a a university of bolton for me so that's right uh, yeah, it was it was a, a lot of uh, trying to go racing myself and a lot of hands-on because I didn't have a lot of money behind my, going racing myself. So it yeah, was yeah, yeah. Uh, van and trailer, learn learn the ropes, and then uh, as you start to learn and become successful, you start to to, to turn that into um, uh, turn it into a career from there. Yeah, really cool story. Um, now I hate to say this, but I did um, sort of intimate this when we started our conversation. Um, oh. it, it, this is the first time that ever you and I have fallen out, um, and uh, yeah. it was a proper fallout. Uh, you know, we're, we're, on one occasion I walked past your hospitality and ducked under the window so you didn't see me. Um, yeah, so I still saw you. So, oh, you did, right? Was yeah, it? The, I did. Was it the yeah. hunchback? Yeah, it probably was. I was trying to carry a PA system at the time. It was really quite awkward. Um, uh, We fell out because um, um, I make tea in a different way to you. Is um, you make tea in a different way to the rest of the world? No, I mean you see now. um, Yeah. Well, let's put it a different way. I make tea in the right way. Right. Mm. You don't. Well, I put the uh, the milk in. Uh, so I put in for the cup that I have, I put the correct amount of milk. I know my cups, so I know the amount of milk to put in. Uh, that is always absolutely accurate. That is the the accurate amount of milk that I need to make a nice cup of tea. And then I put the tea bag in or maybe the tea bag could go in and then the milk goes on top of it. But then you can assess the amount of milk that you've put in the cup less easily if there's already a tea bag in. And then you boil the kettle and you put the water in. So already the tea bag has had chance to infuse uh, in, a, in a fluid and I've always got the right amount of milk. 
I know that I so so it's it's it, it's easy to make the cup of tea. You and everybody else that I asked at the weekend, and this was a revelation to me, um, makes the tea. You put the tea bag in. Forgive me. Then the hot water, and then yeah. you add enough milk to make it the right colour. But it's more than just the colour, isn't it? That you're 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 changing with that. But first up, you're letting the the water hit the tea bag is the is the is the key part there. I think so. Right. You're letting the flow of the flood into the in, into the hot water. Right. Okay. I think if you, I, I'm sure it, I had uh, one of one of my colleagues was particularly angered by by uh, the the. the Thought of putting the milk in first. He was really cross with with me, wasn't he? Really, he was very cross. cross. Yeah, 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 very cross. And I think he had a theory that it was something to do with the fat in the milk locked the flavour into the tea bag. So when you poured the hot water on, you couldn't get it out. Now I, I, I don't know. That's that's far too technical for me. I just know that I'm right and you're wrong. And uh, do you know how I can prove this? (laughs) Go on. (laughs) Because everything in my life is at the administrator's discretion. Yeah, Alan Down, and yeah, he yeah. says, "Well, this that you're is, wrong." This is how it all started. We had a furious argument last year, last week. Furious, I, absolutely furious, and um, I, I, I really angered him. I mean, yeah, well, yeah. In, in, tea is no laughing matter. You can't make jokes no, about tea. No, it, no, it's, a no. very, it's, it's the first thing in the morning. Yep. Maybe not quite the last thing at night, but there's, there's definitely, you know, it's a, it, it's, a, it, it's a. It's there throughout your life all day, every day. And you can't mess about with that. No, I I agree 100%. However, um, so so I can, so this is my defence, okay? This is my defence. So my defence is that my mother worked for the rather large tea company, Brook Bond, and she taught me that that was the way to make a cup of tea. So, so, uh, you know, I'm I'm blaming my mother. Uh, but 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 it is a it is a legitimate. She she could have believed that she was right as well. <laughs> is Brick is Brooke Bond still going? I don't think it is. Is it? Was it? No. Uh, well, do you know why? Don't because they made the tea roll. Yes. <laughs> I think I, I think I might have rather walked into that. Um, on on the contrary, I think they were bu- were they bought up by PG Tips. I don't know. Uh, well, yeah. it, it, there was certainly there was a chimp thing going on because one of the gifts my mother gave me as a child was a little rubber bendy toy of a chimp called Brookie Bond, and he had a T-shirt on uh-huh. that said Brookie Bond, and uh, uh, I s- still have it, although it's slightly dry and crusty now, uh, and in storage, which is a good thing. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I, yes. I think, I think there's, there's, I, a, there's a few ways I could go with that. But yeah, 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 no, don't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, but, yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Well, I'll. Um, yeah. Okay. No, well, yeah, I, I, I have to admit that I was wrong. Then that's it. Well, did you meet anybody at the weekend that thought that you were right? That made tea in the same way as you? One person. Who was that? One person said to me, "No, I do it like that." In fairness. Who was? That? I don't know if it is. It, Name is and shame. It, what is it? Is it breaching a confidence if I was to say that the... Um, I don't know about this. I'm not sure if I can do this. Uh, OK, so the son of the chief technical delegate. Oh, OK. Yeah. Sam Riches liked his tea in exactly the same way. So we can have tea together. We can have tea together. 
we would yeah. we would make it in the same way and we wouldn't fall out we wouldn't have an argument uh, however i don't ever guess that I, I i always thought some was all right <laughs> That's, I, I think you've been terribly judgmental over this and and uh, I, I am prepared to admit that i'm in the minority but uh, the minority aren't always in the wrong no, I'd agree with that last statement. Yes, thank you very much However, indeed. on this occasion, yeah. the, the minority is. Is wrong. <laughs> yeah. Christian, thank you ever so much for joining us. Well done at the weekend, because it really was like thank you. Um, spinning plates. But my goodness, two wins for Rory um, and, uh, and a successful first competitive environment test for the hybrid car for next year. Everything went swimmingly well. Donington, just final question. High hopes? Very, yeah. I yeah, mean, we're, 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 we've moved up a little bit in the championship, but we're, we're still only uh, seventh. So we're, we're going to go in there relatively light, a little bit more weight than we carried on the way into Silverstone. Um, but the car and Rory and Sam are, are, are in good shape. You know, we, we touched on Sam a little bit before and, and said that he was quick in, in both three practices. He was, he, he was impressing at the weekend. Exactly. And it was the same at, at Croft. We are, you know, so close to a bit of a breakthrough for Sam. And once he, once he, he we uh, unlock qualifying and get that bit on the nose, he's going to be inside of the top 10 and uh, and produce some good results. So it, it is all coming together. Uh, and and uh, yeah, super excited. It's a circuit that Sam knows really, really well. He'll be, he'll be very, very strong there from the get go as well, I'm sure. So I really can't wait to get going. Top man, Christian. Thank you very much indeed for uh, for joining us this evening. Uh, well no done at uh, the weekend. Uh, get some sleep, or at least try between now and <laughs> no, Donington Park. Um, and uh, <laughs> I, I, I do have to mention before you go, um, uh, the other thing that the team did at the, uh, the weekend, which um, uh, I, I wasn't invited to, so I could only sort of look from outside your hospitality unit. Um, <laughs> you you had a rather... We'd had the fallout about the team. Um, I know, I, I realised I wasn't welcome so I just sort of skulked in the background and watched it happening uh, you did something that we talked about on the um, on the PA system actually um, something called Faster Chef which involved your drivers yes. and indeed um, a, a veritable feast of toker hierarchy um, can, can you very quickly explain what it was um, because yeah, yeah, I will do very 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 briefly but if you head over to our, our social media channels you'll be able to take a look at the video that we did and basically we, we did a a, 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 a rip-off of Master Chef and did Faster Chef. Um, so our two drivers uh, cooked a, a dish for basically the uh, the, the Toka um, judicial team, Ian Watson, Alan Gow, and James Cole, and uh, and they judged the dishes and, and and declared a winner. But quite quite funny, we had, we had a good uh, a good time putting that together, and and the results of it are great. So yeah, head over to our social media channels, have a nose, give it a like. I've been told it's laugh out loud funny. It went live uh, tonight at ten to eight this evening. All the social media channels for for Toyota Gazoo Racing UK uh, and uh, Toyota GB's website, I understand. So uh, loads of yes, ways to, to have a look at it, and um, I understand there's a there's a lot of gig in there um christian thank you ever so much for joining us um uh, see you at donington get some sleep um and uh, and i'll speak to you very soon take care thanks adam there we go christian dick everybody the boss of toyota gazoo racing uk uh the speedworks team that run the toyotas in the btcc all of it here on autoglim tintop tuesday
Ashley Leatherland. Hi, Al. Hope those pesky gremlins don't come back again tonight. I know many of you were wondering that. They haven't, have they? This is silky smooth, isn't it? No glitches, no problems, no. So uh, we worked out what it was. The pr- the problem was was uh, not here, and it wasn't with with Matt. Uh, the problem was a remote computer that hadn't been shut down properly last weekend. Uh, last week, why don't I keep saying last weekend? So last week, so that was the problem. But not only that, I also completely upgraded the network system at my studio to ensure that you would have auto glimpsing top Tuesday in um in in silky smoothness this week. So the gremlins hashtag gremlins gone. So Ashley continues, we absolutely loved being at Croft the other week. Our next live meeting is Donington for the weekend, but this time we get to stay in our own bed as we are 20 minutes from the track. Really looking forward to an action-packed show tonight. As always, looking forward to the tales of Tingram. All the best from the Leatherlands. Got a song to play for you. Uh, in a in a Actually, can I play it? I'll play it after Tingram. Hang on, just let me organise this. So... Uh, Leatherlands, wait, because whenever I listen to the song that I'm going to play after Tingram, I sing your surname to it. Now I know, now I correctly pronounce your surname. Sorry about that. For a good few years, I pronounced it incorrectly. Um, but uh, but you've got your own song, and it's coming up after Tingram. Who's here? Evening, Tingers. The Leatherlands. <laughs> the Leatherlands, yeah. Nice. I like that. <laughs> he, he's, got his own, your, um... he's got his own song now. What's your favourite gremlin? Which one? Which one was your favourite gremlin? Mm, I don't know. Never seen Hold it. On. I've never seen what? it. What? Uh, no. You've never seen Gremlins? No. What? No. Is it the film Gremlins? No. What? <laughs> no, I've never seen Gremlins. You are joking. Uh, I, no, I just do not. No. I've never seen Gremlins. Well, may I recommend... You watch Gremlins. Should, should I? These are these are cute little green characters, are they? Um, I don't think they were green. Okay, what I colour think they are were they? Like furry with big ears. Uh, well, that was Gizmo, anyway. Yeah, Gizmo I think I've was... seen them. They're quite sweet. Yeah, yeah, they are quite you sweet. Get them wet. You couldn't feed them after midnight or something. They're all sorts of things. R- right. Okay. D- d- <laughs> I'm getting inundated with people telling me that I make tea wrong. However, how do you make tea? I'm also getting people telling me that I make tea right. Well, how do you make tea? Talk, talk me through the process. Right, so uh, I fell out with your ex-team boss at the weekend, uh, Christian Dick, um, yep. and that followed on from falling out with uh, Alan Gow, the series. Oh, uh, right, this uh, is starting to make a bit of sense. Chief now. executive, we had a we had a furious set to last okay, week, so Alan Gow and I. Judging on Alan Gow's text to me, I think you and I make tea in the same way. Right. Well, we make tea the correct way. Uh, the correct way. Yes, because uh, you get the you get the mug and you fill yep. it up with the correct amount you, of milk. Okay. Or you could also get a Yuri mug. Uh, you could a Tingram you, slash Yuri mug available could, at all great BTCC events <laughs> and online at tingram-merch.com. That was really good. Yeah, we need to get you in front of a big mic and get and get you to wow. do that with dot com. Yeah, you, you, you need, you need to do. Wow. Yeah, beautiful. Uh, what, what was the website? Uh, it's uh, www.tingram-merch.com. Can you make that dash? It's the same thing. It's the same as a hyphen. 
www.tingram-merch.com. And that sounded really Clarkson. Mm, that was a bit Clarkson. You've done the full Clarkson on me. I went, I went, I went fully Clarkson. Anyway, we 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 digress, but but uh, we, but do we did. So talk, talk me through the process. So you take the mug and you put the milk in the correct amount of milk because you know your mug and you know the yep. you know how much milk to put in, and, and then if you if you are uh, making uh, a tea with a tea bag, you pop the tea bag in, you boil the kettle, you then put put the uh, put the hot water in, um, and so and so the leaves inside the tea bag they haven't been destroyed by by pouring boiling hot water on them they have started their infusion process into a cool environment so they're, the infusion loving is that, they've been warmed they've been it, hugged it, it, exactly you've they've put your like, arm like around the leaves exactly a furry fluffy blanket around them maybe even a heated blanket and uh, the, slowly brought them up exactly. correct no, i'm with you Tingram, you're right, and 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 people that that put the tea bag in, they kill the leaves with boiling yep. water, and yep. then, right, to add insult Makes to injury, they pour the milk in just until it's the right colour. Yeah, absolutely the wrong way to do it. right. Tingram, we're friends. We are friends yep. for life. Uh, absolutely, uh, it was a furious argument I had. Um, do you we- know, Alan? There's something else to uh, to merely back up our argument. Go on. It's a class thing. Did you know that? Oh, no, it's, I didn't it's know a mere, It's a mere status of class. Is it? If you are upper class, clearly like you and I, <laughs> you would merely pour milk first because when you were pouring your tea back in the early whenevers, when yeah, tea yeah. became a thing, yeah. you would, of course, had it in China. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I... Thus I, cracking and destroying your nice China cups. I, but it would only be the case that you would put milk in first if you were upper class. You've, However, had, this, you were, you've had this conversation were, before, haven't you? I mean, you, you are properly read up on class, this. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Yep. Put in, the milk at the end. In fairness, I think I think I do fit into the latter category better than well, you, I fit into the you, former. You and me both. However, <laughs> let's, not, let's not let the truth get in the way of a good story. No. Okay. No. No. You're right. Yep. 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 Tingram, we're friends for life. Well, absolutely right. I'm. I mean, I'm, I'm glad that we can share this and it has definitely told me because um it was funny you were going to mention it because i was actually going to mention it tonight completely uh completely irrelevant and completely separate to that yes was because i got a text off alan gal right asking me which i thought that's a weird thing to ask how do you I make tea anything to do with you yeah ah uh, and did you tell him yes did Hold you on, say I'll, 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 milk milk first and uh find his response okay Hold Hold yeah. Line, I, well, I can, I can kind of guess what the response was. I, I, I can't imagine that it's particularly broadcastable. Um, but, no, not no, at all. No, so no. This came through at Thursday at quarter to ten in the evening. Right. It merely said, "Milk in the." So this again tells you a lot about him. Right. Yeah. Milk yeah. in the teacup before or after the tea bag and water. Yeah. Who calls it teacup? Right. Okay. It's okay. A mug, isn't it? Well, someone calls it a teacup. Sure. Posh. He is quite posh. Milk in the teacup before. Or after the tea bag and water, yeah. I merely responded, "Tea bag, milk, water," yeah. or commonly known as the correct way. <laughs> he, he merely responded with, "Oh dear." Oh, uh, 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 thanks, Ting. I mean, thanks for batting. I mean, uh, Sam Riches, he's on our side. 
Um, yep. I, I have That's just well. just received a message from the official valeters of the BTCC from Molesley Car Valeting, uh, Chris and Philippa. Uh, they're with us. Uh, so, uh, so, so you know, we we have a small band of of people that that, that you know are clearly making tea correctly. Um, but uh, um, but the, it, can, can we say the majority are not not very kind to us? I mean, it's a way to divide the nation, isn't it? Really, it is. Yeah. Yeah, I think we've had enough of that over the last couple of yeah, years. Yeah, let's... Um, <laughs> should we get off that? Because well, people are now... The, all know, we're going to be inundated with is people saying, you're wrong, you're wrong, and a couple of people go, no, I'm here. Well, I'm the th- right the, th- well. the thing is, and it's what I said to, to Christian Dick uh, at the weekend, because he was extremely angry uh, with me, um, mm-hmm. and so too was uh, one of one of his team... Um, so angry that he then told me he was a policeman and this sort of talk was arrestable. Um, mm. so I did, a little extreme, if it, I'm honest. Well, it, but, you know, I, I understand that passions run high when you're talking Clearly. about something that's so... I wonder so, if it's a northern thing, like a north-south thing. Do you? Well, I don't, I don't know. All, well, there's my, only one way to validate it. Go on. Northern Steve. Oh, Northern Steve. Who has been in touch? Uh, I bet he makes uh, a really, a really <laughs> strong cup of tea. Proper cup of Yorkshire tea. Proper cup of char. Yeah. Uh, um, so Nor- Northern Steve has indeed been. I wonder if this is going to work because I've sort of set up my uh, uh, my phone and and I mean what could possibly go wrong? So it's a uh, um, Northern S- Steve has. <laughs> I think the modern vernacular to say this is has slipped into my DMs. Um, so, <laughs> is that right? Have I got that right? I don't know, but I felt weird you saying that. <laughs> I felt a bit weird receiving it, to be honest. God, I feel, um, I'll never say that again. I feel weird you said that. <laughs> well, he did, um, but he did it because uh, he wanted to send me a, a, a video. Um, let's see if the video will play now. Uh, he says, hi, Al, Northern Steve here. <laughs> I love how he's referring to himself as Northern Steve. <laughs> well, what a what, what a great weekend! Of, you made me giggle. Uh, what a great week, weekend of racing once again, and with plenty of title challengers keeping their hopes alive. Great defence by Tingram to take two second places uh, was amazing to watch. Now, speaking Just of Tingers. Uh, here is episode three of Can You Melt a Flake? <laughs> this this goes back a few weeks. <laughs> a, a good friend of mine, uh, 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 his father lives in Arizona. So oh, we, we thought, were wondering where that was going. Didn't yeah, we? yeah, we thought let's get him to try in the sunshine. He now probably thinks his daughter has been in the sun too long uh, with our latest scientific experiment. But here are the results. I like the way this is so scientific. Boys. Um, we are now preparing to film episodes four and five to finish the season with. Uh, P.S. I must have too much uh, time on my hands. Uh, see you at Donington. Or disposable um, income to keep buying flakes. No, no, no. So I'm, I might not play the whole of this video because uh, on on radio, the video doesn't work brilliantly well. Um, no. But I just want to get the authentic Arizona feel. Okay, here we go. Oh no, that's the end of it. <laughs> Put it. I, I watched it earlier. You see, right? Hang on. Top Tuesday challenge. We crossed the pond to sunny Phoenix, Arizona, to see oh, how God. a pair of Cadbury chocolate bars, a Cadbury chocolate, and a flake enjoy our Arizona weather. It's a balmy 106 degrees Fahrenheit or 41 degrees Celsius. What? We've had a pretty cooling trend this week. 
Normally, we Arizonans believe in the old Gilbert and Sullivan adage that only mad dogs and Englishmen go out in the midday sun. We stay inside. This when is the scripted. Works it must really be scripted. Well. But we'll make an exception in the name of science. Right. Yep. So this is very. And this well, has been, it's been about five minutes. Oh. And as you can see, the uh, milk chocolate bar is sweating a little bit. It hasn't lost its shape. The Cadbury flake is still flaky, doesn't show any signs of heat at all. This might actually be a bar that we get along well here in Arizona. <laughs> so, so, there's a, this guy. so there's a full slab of... The, we'll the, check in again in about 15 minutes and see where it is. It's on a baking tray. Here we go. Proper well, edited. This has been out in the sun for 15 minutes. <laughs> and the milk chocolate is actually holding up pretty well. It will. The flake, melt. I think it's going to stick around forever. It it's will. been an hour, so let's do the... <laughs> an hour! An hour! <laughs> to test and see what this chocolate looks like when we give it the finger test. Oh. Yeah. Finger test. So he's getting his finger in. Yeah, very gooey bar of chocolate. So this is a comparative test. About the uh, milk chocolate bar. Yep, and now into the flake. Crumbly, beautiful. The flake is still flaky as ever. <laughs> there you go. So I think <laughs> it's safe to man. say that the flake works really well here in Arizona. <laughs> At 106 degrees, it isn't even close to melting. It won't. won't melt. Yeah, well. So I think that pretty much brings this experiment to a close. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> I love that man. Do you reckon he could read me a bedtime story? So, <laughs> he's really cool. We don't know his name. Oh, we need to find out his name. Northern Steve. We need, to, we need to get him on. He has the most awesome voice of any human I've ever heard. He needs to be in, in radio or something else. He's got such a cool voice. He has. Arizona Arthur. That's who wow. that is. Must be like Arizona it. Arthur. Well, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get him to read me a bedtime story. <laughs> now, listen, right? Get, sorry, before, um, before I get, so, <laughs> thank you, Northern <laughs> Steve. It's totally throwing me. Before I Just get Northern told Steve. off, right? I need to get through some of these emails, and um, uh, we're, 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 there's a finite amount of time that we have to oh, talk God. this nonsense. Go um, go go! So, so Katie has written in, and and this is a question that I ignored last week. Uh, so <laughs> got got told off for that. So I'm going to put everything right this week, Katie. Question for Tingram. We know Colin Turkington likes a Chinese after the race weekend, but do you have a, sp a specific meal that you like to have after each race weekend? And does it change depending on whether the weekend has been good or bad? Podium pizza. Do you? Podium pizza. Podium pizza. Well, Podium that, pizza. Would, that would be choice number one. Take me through the toppings. Well, uh, um, oh, I, I, no, it's I fine. Don't. If you like pineapple, just say it because so do I. Oh, I should we get married? Yeah, well, <laughs> this is all so sudden. Um, give me time. Give me time to think about. It. Wow! Uh, yes. Yeah. I of like course. Pineapple. Of course. Yeah. I like pineapple. Of course, because you're a proper person. I yeah. like. I like a Hawaiian. Yep. Um, me too. But I never, I would never, 
go for it out of choice. Right, time. okay, right. When yeah. I'd have one, I love it. And I did, in yeah, fact, yeah. have one yeah, it's tonight. True. Yeah. I did, in fact, have one tonight. One of them from Asda. Very good. Yeah, they make a good Hawaiian pizza. Asda's make, as make good pizzas. They, they, they absolutely do. And I add a modification to those uh, Asda Hawaiian pizzas. I, cheese. I, no, I cut up um, uh, a, a tomato. I put some tomato oh. pieces on and also yeah. some black olives. And, yeah, and fresh, to- fresh tomato on a pizza fre- is a game Fresh game, tomato yeah. on the top and a bit of black olives, uh, ham and pineapple. Uh, I mean, what, it, it is it is joy on a plate. Now, we go back a few weeks here. You know when you then serve your pizza? Yep. You, Cut it up with scissors, yet? yeah, clearly. Have you, no. Have you tried it yet? No, I haven't because well, you know Come full on. well because you remember Mr. Gow many on. years ago sent you and Christian a photograph of me eating a pizza by cutting it from the inside out. I mean, it, it, it's not the weirdest thing I've ever seen you do, but it's up there. Um, <laughs> I like the soft bit first. And no, I, I can see that. I, I get that. Get the warm inner first, the warm centre. Yeah, beautiful. Because the, the crusts are then dippable. If you were to get a dip, what dip would you get? Mm, no, I wouldn't. No. Would you not? No, no, no. Mm. No, no, no. Not a chance. Lucy has just written in to say, uh, this, oh, this is Podium Lucy, um, to say, how does he cut his pizza? Uh, there you are. So, yeah. yeah, we've already had that. Yeah, yeah. So we've answered that already. We um, answered that three weeks ago. Hang on, I've, I've got a, uh, a Josh. Josh Briardy says, good evening, Al. So to answer, so to answer your question going, going right back yes. to what Katie asked, yes. I would have a podium pizza. I can m- m- most, yeah, most <laughs> weekends be found uh, at a nearby McDonald's. Oh, okay. Uh, filling my face. I like it. I like a, a post-race day Mackey's. I quite like that. Right. Uh, you see, I don't, I don't... I very rarely... I very rarely have a, a McDonald's. Yeah, but I would... I would the, the the pizza would tend to be when we're home. I wouldn't get it on the way. Yeah, no, I, I, no, I get that. We're, we're, but I, it, would be but, like a, it would be like a post-midweek treat. Would you, you like. Would you not prefer to, to hold out and wait for a for a decent Burger King? See, Burger King, I've definitely... I've definitely kind of swayed back towards it was it was probably mm. in third place for me oh no it's honest. the greatest yeah it's probably moved to p2 now yeah no i mean it, for me the burger sorry I, and i'm also told that i say this wrong the burger king oh you say that the burger, i don't know what i say you how i say it wrong, wrong. the bur- yeah. burger king um <laughs> <laughs> stop it um the burger the a burger king no no a whopper a whopper is the best a, uh, uh, easily yeah, the best big, fast food a, a, a big king no dad what's the daddy big king no big king xl no you see somebody that worked in a burger king many years ago <laughs> Tell me, I'm, I'm saying it right. Um, uh, somebody that worked in a Burger King years ago <laughs> told me that I tried another burger and I took it back because it was it was rubbish. And he he said to me, "Yeah, you should stick to the Whoppers. Really, that's what we do best." Mm. And moving forwards, that's you've taken that on as gospel. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I only ever have a Whopper, Whopper with cheese. 
Uh, I like a chicken royale every so often. That's normally quite. A, that's normally. Like yeah, a that's all right. Way. Yeah, that's definitely a second choice if they're <laughs> if they're fresh out of whoppers. Then that's that's uh, got to be the, the. And in fairness, Jesus. you've gone into a pretty bad Burger King if um, <laughs> if they're out of whoppers. Cause, yeah, cause I mean that's not. It's kind of what they do, isn't whoppers it? I mean, it <laughs> whoppers is what they do. It's like a petrol station being out of petrol. Oh. It, 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 it is exactly what? that. Um, Okay, I've got more stuff. You can hear. I've got. You've. you've, you've I know. Oh my goodness! So Josh Bridey said, uh, "Good evening, Al. Uh, great to make you laugh last week about the spelling errors." Um, Ting did a Q and A Q&A on his Instagram, and I mentioned something about you two doing a cookbook. Oh my that God, would be. A, I mentioned this to you. <laughs> you did. I'm well, well up for it. That would be a great idea. Best regards from Josh. There we are. We should do that because we would see we really, eye to eye on all really the foods. Co- it's not really a cook. If we're going to go on things to say weird, we could call it a cookbook. Um, <laughs> and I think I don't know what we put in it because we merely just eat food that's readily available or yeah. packaged. Yeah, yeah. We do. We do have a common love of convenience rubbish food <laughs> convenience <laughs> really bad um, food but see i really enjoy cooking laura enjoys cooking we both enjoy cooking do you we, we, yeah we 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 tend to cook from scratch most nights do you nearly every night yeah you know that um offer that you made of getting married <laughs> it's sounding more attractive the more you talk this evening <laughs> I, th- I think you are my best friend. Um, <laughs> oh, now, so from Northern Steve, P.S. Garth, his name is Garth Andrews, and he'll be listening to Autoglim Tintop Tuesday over the pond for the first time ever tonight. So please give him a shout out. So it's Arizona Andrews. Hey, Garth. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, wow. And, and he also, uh, Northern Steve. One further point to raise on that. I'm glad he told us what it was in Celsius. Because I have no idea what 106 Fahrenheit is. 40 degrees, be, did he say? It could be freezing. It could be. It could be all sorts. So that's. So, I'm glad he said it was 41 degrees Celsius. I'm glad he put that in there for so, us. So that's slightly cooler than it would be inside your touring car. Yeah. Depending on. Yes. Depending on, on a hot day, day. It's about 20 degrees above ambient normally in the, in the car. So uh, on a weekend when it's 30 degrees outside and we have had hot, sunny days like that, uh, potentially, potentially, you could be looking at, you know, upwards of 45 degrees inside the car. Which is quick maths. Do you know what wouldn't melt in there? Uh, right, that would. Uh, I'm afraid that would be the ultimate experiment, wouldn't it? I'm not sure if it would pass scrutineering. Could you not put one in your race pocket? No. Yeah, you could. Well, I suppose I could because it's not going to make a mess. But they are still messy because you do get all of the sort of the the, the pickup from them. Bag it the up. Debris. Get it bagged. You could, could bag it up. It's very could simple. Could do that. That would be the ultimate experiment. Could, could do that. That is a that is a solid point. We'll have to we'll have to um, well if Sam is listening in, maybe he could uh, maybe he could let us know. Well, in the, in the for the purposes of science, you see, you see, 
I, it's all in the name of science, and uh, it is. Uh, the government have been telling us for eighteen months now we have to follow the science. So we are we are paving the way. We are mavericks. Yep. So all, all you need to do, if you get in any trouble at all for carrying a um, a decomposed flake in your pocket during a race, you just tell the the technical team, you tell Alan Gow that you're just doing what the government told you to do. It's in the science. It's, it's, all a, about it, science. it's a it's a great defence. Right now, serious. Serious? Oh. Uh, have you got your serious head? Have I mm. have I taken care of everything? Mm. Tea, video, emails. Uh, we yeah. haven't mentioned about. We haven't mentioned about. Hold on. Can you hear that? Hold on. One more. Yeah, it's worrying. Did you hear it? Did you hear it that time? Okay. Yes. <laughs> it was a present. It was a present from Dawn. Oh, from um, from Dawn. Yes, yeah, she wrote. Dawn. She sent an email. Did oh. you did you did you get your gift? Some homemade rocky road. It is delightful. Yeah, I've got some too. Two bits left. Yeah, oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, you've been going through it, have you? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I have to try and I have to try. Uh, and, and get this somehow onto onto serious matters. Um, oh. Uh, because we've got a, a serious question. Uh, just do it like the one show. Just do it like the one show. What a crunch! Just, just have a big change. Crunching just gear change. change. And now, yeah, just bang. Yeah. Go. Okay. So second in the championship team. Oh wow! Yeah, that was impressive. That. Thanks, um, mate. Yeah, second in the championship means we're going to be heavy again for uh, Donington, which will be good fun. That's um, all the food you keep putting away. <laughs> <laughs> serious didn't last right. long, did it? All right. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a bit difficult, I think, Donington, but um, I think we'll be all right. I yeah. think we'll be fine. Yeah. We need to look at it the way that we've looked at every other weekend so far this year. Get through race one, or get through Saturday. Hopefully, get a half decent qualifying. Get through race one, and then try and sort of fight through race two, race three. Really, so yeah. that's going to be that's going to be the plan, Stan. Um, and that's that's about all we can it's about all we can hope because we know we're going to struggle with it. We know that. And you saw, you know, for the last two race weekends, the 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 two sort of front, or the two leading front wheel drive cars, if you like, with decent decent weight of uh, of myself at Croft and then Jake at Silverstone, both of us were in the twenties when it came to qualifying. So it does affect us. We we do have a hard time with it. And as soon as we took the weight out at Silverstone. The th- or the or the or the the small amount of weight that we took out was still thirty nine kilos. We were able to fight again. We were able to be closer towards the front. But yeah, just with that weight, it is just heavy going. So um, so it leads me on to an email from Lee, uh, who says, "Who is on tonight?" Well, Lee, I never tell anybody now who's on before the show. That's the way it works now. They're never say a word. Never. They are the rules. Can They're you ask Tom Ingram? about the yellow flag incident in race one. Surely cars shouldn't be overtaking under waved yellows. Sets a bad example, in my opinion. Right. Now. Um, oh, we are I, going serious. So, so yes. So, uh, Lee, I could ask Tom about that. Uh, but it's we kind are of... going serious. But, yeah, but it's kind of already been covered. And... And the other thing is, we don't really we don't really delve in to the really no, serious subjects. That's don't not get caught uh, up it, in it, the nitty it, or the it, gritty. It, it's 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 it, it is not something that we do really on Autoglim. It's all jolly and it's a bit silly. And the serious questions are raised over the course of the weekend. That's all. That's done. 
That's that's you know that's that's Sunday's news. Uh, but the only thing that I'll say, Lee, is that um, is that uh, uh, Tingram was a, a very very uh, a professional um, in his response over the weekend, um, and you know they looked at it. We 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 who are we to argue with the decisions that's made that are made by the race officials and the stewards when they look at things they come up with a decision um, and you know clearly they had photographic evidence and and they looked through it um, and that's it really Lee um, it's it's done it's done. Anything, anything that was to, probably the most serious topic I know. we've ever had. I know, but, but, I like, but, but I like. But I like to terrified. Yeah, I, I know. It, it, gave it, me sweaty it, armpits. It I've, I've got. I've got the same. I need a shower, love. Um, oh. But but no. Uh, so that's it. Have you got anything to add, Tingram? No. Gear crunch. Change time. I'm got nothing left. Oh, that's uh, Have I got anything to add? Have you? Not really. <laughs> no, I, do, I dare say I. Uh, I mean, I've got lots to add. There's been plenty so, to add. There's been so many. Um, really so Beth a, says. Really Beth says, "Hi Al, another fantastic weekend of racing at Silverstone. It was great to finally meet, meet your kind self in person. Thanks for taking the time for a quick chat. It was really appreciated. Tingram was on form, and I was impressed with his defending and racecraft as always. Shame about the, oh, here we go. Shame about the yellow flag incident oh. with Rory. Tingram was, as ever, very professional about it. Thank you. Uh, about it all." <laughs> for which I really admire him. Um, I've included a few pictures I took on Sunday for Image of the Week, imagining you and Tingram singing the... Image of the Week. She says, I imagine you and Tingram singing the catchphrase. There we go, So there you go. go. Uh, Thanks for the show. Enjoy listening in the evening and catch up while driving at work. Uh, Many thanks from Beth. So there's a picture of of Tingram. There's a picture of Dan Lloyd, another one of Tingram. I can see a feature here. Uh, Uh An out of focus one of Ash (laughs) Sutton, so we can see who the favourites are. Because he's going too fast. And then then all all the cars lined up in great pictures, Beth. Thank you very much indeed. Super, super stuff. and uh, uh, hi Al, uh, this is from Andy and Dave. It says, "Just mention to Tingers, please." You did get a lot of mess mail, didn't you? Uh, it, 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 it is fast becoming the Tingram show, and I'm quite happy with that. Uh, <laughs> ju- just mention to Tingers. What I do like is how many people call him Tingers. Um, <laughs> Loads of people, and it's funny the amount of people you know listen to Tin Top Tuesday. Hi, Tingers. Yeah, oh, I know where you got that from. And, and our, our our lead commentator, Chris uh, Chris Hartley, be- best in the land best um, uh, uh, PA commentator in the land without doubt. Uh, I listened to him, of course, all weekend and, and he was on, he, he was absolutely on one at the weekend. It is superb. But he still called you Tingers. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and Andy and Dave say, just mention to Tingers please, what a masterclass in qualifying that was. Uh, from the part-timers might make him chuckle. Cheers. <laughs> and tea, tea making is correct. I'm with you yep. and Tingers. Well, there you go. You see, we're in the minority, but um, it's it's not always the best idea to go with the majority. Uh, not when it comes to tea making. Not when it comes to tea making. See, I I would welcome making anyone a cup of tea that thinks that I don't make tea very well. I think it tastes loads better. Are we getting back on it? We're dividing. We're dividing the nation. No, we're not. No, we're not dividing the nation because I'm bringing everybody together by saying 
Right, we, we are going to, to do uh, a live Auto Glimt in Top Tuesday. Yes. Pandemic, um, uh, notwithstanding, yeah. you know, that we can do it. Uh, around about the end of January is what we're planning. Yep. It will be uh, in the south of England. Yep. Um, and uh, and everyone that comes, right, there'll be tickets. Tingram will be there. I'll be there. Yep. Yuri will be there. Yeah, um, he will. And, <laughs> yeah, he will. Um, and <laughs> I will make, uh, for anybody that is not happy oh, about God, the... No. no, I will. Don't say that. No, 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 I will. Mate, so, <laughs> so, mate don't I, stop. Anyone that's, anyone that's really upset with oh, the way God. that I make a cup of tea, no, I'm Alan. quite happy to make them a cup of tea. Alan. There you go. There, there's the, there, there it is. There it is. How are you going to make tea for 10,000 million people? <laughs> well, I'll only sell 50 tickets. It's right, very okay. simple. And on the on the on the balance of probability, uh we'll we'll just about get away with this. Tingram, we're out of time. <laughs> we're all done. Think of all the hot topics. Hot <laughs> topics discussed. <laughs> I've, I've, hang on. I've got something for that. Hang on. Alan, Alan Partridge on its way. Hot topic. There you go. Hot uh, topic. There you <laughs> thank you very much. Um so 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 that's it, Tingers. That's it for another two weeks. There we go. And then we'll do it all after Donington. Tingram, out. <laughs> Tingram, du- oh, have you taken off the headset? Is that it? Is he gone? No, I haven't. No. I'm sorry. I haven't <laughs> you, little, you little tinker, Tingram. Um, <laughs> thank you very much indeed, as ever. Well done at the weekend. Super work. Back up to Cheers, second mate. in the championship. Two meetings to go. Six races. Anything can happen. Anything. Any, anything at all. Anything can literally happen. anything can happen. As ever, Tingers, thank you very much indeed. And uh, as always, lovely to speak to you. Um, do you remember we were talking about the... Um, hang on. Oh! Hang on. It's, it's the piece of music that's coming up. Yeah. So, uh, Ashley Leatherland. The Leatherlands. The Leatherlands. Okay. Uh, this piece of music is for you. And just bear in mind that you have completely taken this song away. I've known it for the best part of my adult life, but now every time I listen to it, I sing Leatherlands (laughs) instead of what it's actually called. (laughs) I I know. Tingers, as ever, until the next time, lots of love. Thank you. Love you, bye. Very good. And uh, this for the Leatherlands.
See, if your name is Leatherland, uh, Bruce, Bruce Springsteen, did a song about you years ago. Every time I listen to that, I sing Leatherland. It's wrong, isn't it? This show has taken over my life. Uh, Brian Graves says, uh, sad news that Norman Burgess just announced that he's leaving the paddock at the end of the year. Yep, he of Sicily, of course. Uh, Would be good to get him on the show. Brian, I agree. He told me about that a couple of weeks ago, and I couldn't quite believe what he was um, what he was uh, telling me. But yeah, um, what a good idea! I'll try and do that. Donington, post Donington, after Brand, yeah, I see a champion show after Brand, so uh, it might be tricky. So I, I, I will uh, absolutely, Brian. I shall try and do that and uh, uh, try and get um, a, a much loved character uh, onto onto the show, Norman Burgess. Um, now, here we go. Did you know? that Stephen Jelly is a bit of a fitness freak. Oh, yes, he is. And he is doing the London Marathon next weekend. So he he does marathons. He's a, a, a pretty fit guy. Um, he has a personal best of two hours, 57 minutes and 51 seconds. That was set in the Leicester Marathon in 2016. And he's hoping to beat that at the weekend. And while he's doing that, raise £3,000 for Alzheimer's Research UK in memory of his late grandmother. So we had to get Stephen Jelly on. Evening, Stephen. How are you? Evening. How are you doing? Not too bad. Not how, too how, bad. how is the training going? Last minute oh. training. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh. I don't think Tory car weekends are all that. Uh, is, is, it's not that, the best training, beneficial. is it? No. No, not too on the bounce either. No. Uh, you ache a bit. Spend the week just getting over it. But yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll be all right. I'll be all right. That's brilliant. How many how many marathons have you done? I've done I've done two um like just standalone marathons, uh, you know, marathon events and then I've done six um Ironman triathlons that end in a marathon. So wow. If they I don't know if they count or not. Well, um, <laughs> they should do. Yes. Yes. <laughs> they they count and then some. <laughs> really? Yeah. They're, they're a hard day. Um but yeah, yeah, yeah I'm looking forward to it. I thought, uh, you know, earlier in the year, um, after all the lockdown situation, I thought these big events, they've got such a buzz about them. And, uh, you know, I just wanted to get back involved. And it kind of fit into the calendar a little bit. But, uh, it, you know, it's far from ideal. But then these things never are. And so I thought, you know, just just give it a go. Get get involved and raise some money while I'm doing it. So, uh, yeah, kind of looking forward to it. Looking forward to getting to the end um yeah yeah <laughs> now, so, because of course normally the london marathon is um it, it's in april isn't it yeah it's in april normally yeah um so yeah the, i mean april october i guess the weather could be similar uh, weather for sunday looks a bit rainy at the moment so um yeah i'm not so sure about that but uh it is what it is my bro- um, my brother did the london marathon once um and i, I had an exceptional day and and I was doing um, what lots of other people were doing as well. And he, you kind of 
you kind of work out where they're going to be at various points and you do the run on the tubes. Uh, so, so all of a sudden you pop up here and go, here he is, right, keep going. Uh, and then back down on the tube. And it was jolly good fun as a spectator, actually. I really, I really enjoyed it. It's a really good event. It's, it's a really good event. Yeah. You know, and you, you know, you run around onto that onto Tower Bridge there with the crowd either side of it. Oh, and, cool. And it's uh, yeah, it's really cool. It's really cool. And all the sights of London, it it kind of carries you through. Um, like you said, I did the Leicester Marathon, and that's a half marathon and a marathon. And the the marathon route is only taken on by a few steely souls who. <laughs> disappear <laughs> off into the boonies and there's, there's it goes from having a few spectators to one man and his dog it's a little bit different um but yeah L- london is a, a proper proper event so what uh, what will you run between now and the weekend to to put in your final prep or will you not n- not a lot no. not a lot really no um i might do a couple of sort of i don't know half an hour 40 minutes um at a pretty slow pace between now and then just to try and not lose anything but no. i don't want to carry any fatigue of any description into no, no, uh, no, 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 I get into that. the weekend i'd rather be the other way um you know a bit over rested is better than overtrained. um so uh yeah i'll be focusing on that and uh yeah getting butterflies oh um, <laughs> it's a really it's really cool that, that's a good time that you've already got isn't it sub three three hours yeah, it's good. It um, I, I it could have been better. I, I actually set my 10k personal best and half marathon personal best in the in that marathon, which is not quite the way it should be done. Um, so uh, yeah, a bit of better pacing. Maybe I could have done a bit of a better job there. But uh, you know, fast starting is uh, is something I'm quite good at, I guess. Um, and uh, but it, it doesn't doesn't make a good result in a marathon so um a bit better pacing this weekend we need to talk a little bit about um uh, my appalling treatment of you <laughs> at the weekend um when <laughs> when when tom who looks after your uh, media work Don't worry. Um, he, he he had asked me if um i could possibly uh, lend a hand in in promoting the the auction that you had of two at Gridwalk places for race two. Unfortunately, because of the delays that we'd had, uh, yes. we did the driver parade and then a podium, and then I had to run back into the pit lane for the next race. So I, I wasn't able to do it. So I, I very quickly told everyone on the PA and then said, So Stephen Jelly on the podium, Mike's there. And <laughs> And and, I, and the crowds left and left me on the podium, oh, sort of, no. just staring at no one. Oh, but it wasn't Stephen, I'm sorry. It's, uh, no, it was fine. It was fine because I think some some a few people did actually hear it. Oh, people good. that were interested. I think it was the mini podium. And yes, that's they right. They weren't really yeah. interested in me whatsoever. It was all drivers' families and stuff, and they all just vanished. And I thought, oh, this is not the right place. Oh, but, I'm, uh, I'm really. I felt um, so horrible. I, I mean, no, 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 in, but in fairness, Tom, Tom had said to me, "Could you do the auction?" Um, and I said, well, no, because anything can happen and I might have to, yeah, to exactly. be somewhere. Yeah, exactly. wasn't that, my idea. And, and, Blame and, Tom. And, and, well, <laughs> no, no, I felt sorry for, for letting Tom down and, and you down. Um, but but I, I, yeah, I literally, <laughs> literally dropped the mic on you. And your, your face was as if to say, 
Oh, thanks for that. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't even work. <laughs> it wasn't even on. Ah, right. Okay. I'm uh, right. Okay. So, no, 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 I'm, I'm really all. sorry Don't. about that. <laughs> so, listen, if, pe- if people want to, um, uh, you are raising money for an extremely worthy cause. Um, it is for Alzheimer's research. Um, you, uh, very sadly, clearly uh, a personal experience with your grandmother. Me, yeah. uh, a, a, a personal experience with my dad. Um um, and it, it, it's a horrible disease, and the research is a is a massive part of it. So you're you're aiming to earn three thousand uh, three thousand pounds. How how far off that are you at the moment? How how much um, how much help do we need, Steve? I'm I'm, I'm probably I'm over halfway. At the, the, oh, well uh, I think on the Just Giving page it says um just over a thousand pounds but i've collected some money on sort of you know traditional old-fashioned sponsorship forms and things yeah, like that and people you. giving bits of cash and stuff like that so we're you know we're, i think we're sort of three quarters of the way there but obviously there's no there's no upper limit really no no, um, no. and i think with the the way that the alzheimer's uh, alzheimer's research in general is going at the moment they're very close to some sort of breakthrough um with with how it's going they send me through all of the all of the information on 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 what's going on and things that are happening and uh, i think it's a genuine quite exciting time for for the research into alzheimer's obviously a terrible a terrible disease so anything that can can um can improve the the quality and you know help find a a cure or a, or a solution for it would be would be would be one of the best things ever so i think one of the biggest problems stephen with 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 my dad is i mean he he ultimately became uncommunicative so he yeah you know the 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 problem is that i'm looking at the face of the dad that i've known all my life uh, i know him i'm talking to him but I don't know if yeah. he's understanding what I'm saying um, because yeah, he, yeah, he's yeah. not communicating back to me. So, so that was perhaps the most. Uh, I've got a weird story about this, and um, he, so he was in a, a a home up in the northwest of England uh, that specialised in Alzheimer's. It was very comfortable. They looked after him. It was uh, you know a really nice home. It was um, uh, uh, you know he was he was properly looked after. Um, but I, but w- whenever we went to Alton Park, uh, I would drop in um, because it was not not really too far from Alton Park. So so one Friday, bear in mind that my dad hadn't talked to me for probably two years because he didn't right. talk, um, and and this was the thing that really. Uh, it, it just um, confused me. I think is probably the best way of saying it. Um, but I, I, t- I turned up once uh, on an Alton Park weekend on the Friday on my way up, and um, I went in to see him, and he wasn't in his chair. Uh, so I waited. I thought, oh, he's he's obviously yeah, he's at the loo or, you know, at the loo or something. And sure enough, he was. And uh, the nurse brought him back in and sort of craned him back into the chair because he he wasn't really walking. And so they put him in the chair, and I thought, oh, this is so, this is heartbreaking. I hate this. And um, and he sat down, and I said. Hello, Dad. And he said, Hello, son. <laughs> right, okay. Um, uh, I was a bit taken aback by that. And he said, You must be up here for touring cars. Oh, I'll make sure <laughs> I watch that on Sunday. And then uh, with that sentence, bang, back to wow. back to how he was, um, which was one of my last memories of my dad. So I'll keep that. In fact, after he did that, 
I I got up and 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 left because I thought I'd ra- rather keep that memory of my dad um, than than yeah, yeah. you know just sitting there being un- uncommunicative and and um and and I did say to the to the nurse as I left I I was you know quite emotional really uh, and I I said um wh- whatever you're giving him at the moment keep giving it to him uh, because yeah, yeah. you know clearly clearly it's working and they said <laughs> well we are trying a number of different things so yeah yeah yeah. yeah. And that was ten, ten odd years ago now, Stephen. So. Yeah, that's amazing. It's a moving story, isn't it? That, it is. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, very you know, much. It's, uh, and I've heard, uh, you know, many similar, similar stories. You know, people have their their good days and their bad days, and uh, the brain is such a complicated thing. Oh. It's, uh, you know, and and you think somebody's uncommunicative, and then suddenly, like a you know, it's a bombshell, isn't it? It's like you a know, little light switch all of a sudden. Bl- oh, my, my life. Um, but yeah, it's so important to to get it cracked and get it sussed. You know, you can put a hybrid touring car on the grid, but um, oh, can't yeah, sort, sort right. those sort of problems out. It's you're uh, right. You're absolutely yeah, so, right. Yeah. You're... So uh, yeah, good to good to be doing it. Oh, well done, um, Steve. Uh, ab- no worries. Ab- 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 absolutely brilliant. Um, as far as you were concerned at the weekend, solid weekend, really. Solid one, yeah. It's uh, it's blooming tough in the is, uh, yeah. <laughs> in the thick of it. It's blooming tough. It's uh, you know that top ten was three tenths of a second. I think the whole grid was a, a second in qualifying, um, and it was you know it was war. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> war. The whole thing, um, you know, it's. Uh, see people whinging about track limits and things and you think, blooming neck, I'm not bothered about any of that. I'm dicing with blooming a load of hooligans banging door, <laughs> door handles at God knows what speed. I'm not thinking about that. You're on the battlefield, um, aren't you? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It is. You know, you're, you're trying to outfox your opposition and think what they're thinking and, you know, and, 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 and get the race car around the racetrack at the same time. It's uh, it's pretty intense, um, but you know, good points haul and uh, good to take to Donington home circuit. The next one, um, looking forward to that. Um, hopefully, I'm not too achy after the marathon. But uh, it sounds like uh, some of the other drivers are carrying a few little injuries and knocks and things anyway. Um, so uh, I don't think I'll be the only one. Uh, you won't, and and you're doing it for a, for a great reason, Stephen. And and um, I, I I do. Uh, implore everybody to 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 go to Stephen's uh, Just Giving page. If they look you up on any of the social media, you've got the links on there, haven't you? Yeah, I've just retweeted it on well Twitter, done. so it's there. And if you just put, um, it's not just a Just Giving page. So if you just put Just Giving and then my name, it takes you straight there as well. So it's um, it's pretty it's pretty simple. Um, and I'll try and put all the links to the tracker stuff up for for Sunday. Oh, well done! Yeah, um, very good. They've, they're doing a wave start this year because they've got some COVID protocols yes, in place course, still. Yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm off at ten twenty three or something. Um, so you, bit of time to get up, have your cup of tea. Made <laughs> made not my wife Jenny is was walking around the kitchen a few moments ago. No, what is he talking about? <laughs> he, <laughs> It's outrageous. It's outrageous, <laughs> Alan. Your tea making is outrageous. I'm afraid it isn't. Uh, I mean, so I extend the um, the offer to you and uh, the good Mrs. Jelly. Um, I, I'm, I'm ve- I'll be very happy to make you both a lovely cup of tea. 
Oh, um, Rach, no, she'd throw it back at you. So No, 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 <laughs> she wouldn't. Because the thing is, okay, and, and here's the thing. If I were to make one cup her way, and then one cup my way, and not tell you which is which, I guarantee she you... She knows if I boil the kettle twice... Because our relationship started... I'm going off on a tangent here. No, I don't care. Because we were at university in a a student house. (laughs) And I only found out that Jenny liked me because she started bringing me a cup of tea in the morning. Um, So it started with tea. And now you're coming out of this outrageous tea making chat <laughs> and, and it's ruining relationships alan there was there was a there was a, a hot chocolate song it started with a with a tea um it's, it's a very famous a song yeah <laughs> um no i please um uh, did you say did you say jenny did you say jenny yeah jenny? yeah, uh, jenny, yeah. Jenny, yeah. Um, no please um jenny is in so at the end of january okay yes. when there's a big lull in the year uh okay, and, cool. and, and we've done autosport international and then we're waiting for the season launch and we're waiting for the season to start um okay i'm going to make no um secret about it anymore we are going to do a live uh auto glim tin top tuesday and we're, we're going to have Excellent. tickets for it um and it is going to be i've just been given the okay to say this it will be at thruxton in there the thruxton go. center um uh, you and mrs jelly are invited down as come. as vip guests and i will make you a cup of tea and um, and, and all you have to do is to drink it and give me a, uh, just say thanks al you were right. I will. That's what we need to do. So I think I've heard as well. Like I've got, I've she came back with for black tea. It needs to be boiling water for green tea. It needs to be less, I don't know, hot. Right. Um, Okay. But Tingram was correct with his milk situation, but that's from a teapot. There you go. Uh, so, so yes, I would agree. That is absolutely correct. From a teapot with a tea strainer and proper leaves and all that kind of thing. No, you're right. You're I didn't realise with a teapot. I didn't realise I was going to cause sort of. It's absolute aggro. Yeah, this is <laughs> approaching World War Three. I, my, I'm, I'm not sure that my social media has ever been quite uh, a so busy <laughs> and b quite so angry. Um, we, 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 we've really set something up, um, and this was we all may because have a tea sponsor out of this. Well, it's, yeah. Well, uh, yeah you never know it won't it certainly won't be brook bond because i've since looked them up uh and they are still um they they are owned so one of the biggest tea companies on the planet and they are still going they are owned by unilever but they don't use the brand name over here in the uk so i stand corrected i uh... i personally favor yorkshire tea um and if you're really pushing me on it for hard water so, oh, yeah. excellent. Wow. Good, We're yeah. getting into water softening and all sorts. Brilliant. <laughs> Good luck at the weekend, Steve. I, I, I Thank re- you very much. I really hope you beat your, beat your PB. Um, and I, I hope you get well over £3,000 for Alzheimer's research. You're doing a grand job. Cool. Thank you very much. There we go. Steve and Jelly, everybody, driving with Team BMW at WSR this year. And a, a jolly good sport he is as well. And I'm sorry that I caused arguments within the jelly household um uh, dave cox says good evening mr hyde we'll start with how good was silverstone uh very 
for this supporter reporter. Tinger, uh, Tinger's had a great weekend, a great weekend race two, arguably better than race one, but back to second in the title hunt. I don't want to say much about those flags as it's all done there. Exactly, Dave. Exactly. Robo had a good weekend, uh, racking up the Jack's ears points. I know he may have managed more, uh, but a decent weekend. Uh, Jade, again, had a bit of mixed fortunes. I've no idea how to try and fix it. Uh, if it works, I will share secrets. Uh, Jake had a great end to what was a challenging start. The podium was great on the track, wasn't it, just? Uh, uh, was a bit of a tie on Driver of the Weekend. Rory was great all weekend, but to me it has to be Dan Lloyd. The two podiums uh, in an unfancied car. Well done. Uh, uh, on a side note, that hybrid Toyota sounded great. It certainly does. If that's the future of the BTCC, then that's OK with me. Shirio uh, from Dave. Thank you, Dave. Uh, and Sharon says, uh, good evening, Al. Uh, well, it's the first time I've been to see BTCC at Silverstone. Uh, it was a bit of a journey to get there from Cumbria, an uncomfortable journey physically and delays most of the way down. Uh, didn't realise how far it was to walk from the car park to the paddock. But... It was worth it to see AJ back on the grid, Andrew Jordan. Uh, it was fantastic to see him again. The car looks awesome. Interesting to see the hybrid and everything seems to be going well with the testing. We'd love to see him back, uh, but time will tell in the future. For now, it was just great to see him testing. Back to the racing. Didn't Jake do well in race three? He's really proving his worth this year. And it was great to get a, fo- uh, a photo with him holding up the cup. It was great to see Rory up there too. Totally gutted for Jade, but her deter- d- determination and drive to carry on is to be admired. Keep going, Jade. We girlies are behind you all the way. This year, a bit of a game changer on the grid. Uh, Despite the adrenaline rush it gives, uh, it's just... Uh, as vibrant second race uh, weekend in the season it's good to be back meeting old friends and you as usual I took hundreds of photographs and it's good to hear my favourite song back let's go lovely to see you again Alan always a smiling face hopefully I'll get to another race race weekend before the end of the season Uh, much love from Sharon thank you Sharon Uh, Louise as well she sent in some images of the week a couple of submissions from the fantastic weekend we had at Silver being a Rory Butcher supporters, uh, we obviously were not disappointed. The, uh, this, the first is Rory in pole position for race one under the Silverstone banner. That's a good picture. Um, uh, the second one, I snapped a view on the podium just before presentation for race two. Excited for the show. That's from Louise and Alan. Oh, yeah, there I am. <laughs> and, and lo and behold, I am smiling as well. And lurking in the background waiting for the podium is Josh Cook and his lurking in the background because he is on next. Tell me why can't this be love? 
Now I reckon one of the one of the coolest drivers on the grid, and and by cool, I say he's always cool, calm, collective before a race. He's never, ne- well, never appears anxious. He's always just a very cool character. But when I interviewed him in Park Verme on Sunday after race two, after the race he'd had, I thought he was. He was taking call to another level. He was—he was not very communicative, were you, Josh Cook? <laughs> no, uh, sorry about that. <laughs> no, it's it's fine. I just couldn't work out what I'd done. I, I I had to look at myself and think: Are my flying's done up? What? What? Why is he not talking to me? Oh, well, I mean, you go from you know the 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 height of what was you know a pretty a pretty mega race from from where I was sat. Um, you know the, the the height of that to to coming into to the technical uh, inspection area, yeah. Um, and then you know you can hear it in the car. Uh, you know you can hear the roller yeah. going underneath, and you watch you watch the movement of the of the roller going underneath the front. And I just heard it scraping. And and we've got you know the the rules are fairly clear cut. You know if it if it touches at all, you're out. You know? yeah. So it doesn't matter if it goes under. And, and 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 it hits that's it yes, um, yeah and at the time we didn't know why but you know it's, we know that once it hits there's not really any excuse you know if there's if there is damage that i'd i'd caused myself tough you know that's that's self-inflicted yes um, yeah. so, so generally when the the decision's been made that's it um mm. there's there's not really any coming back from it and it's quite hard to sit through um you know the roller hitting and then know that the likelihood is that you're going to be thrown out but you still have to go to the podium yeah i oh um, yeah i know i know, I know. yeah try and uh, try and forget that you know you're probably going to get thrown out and enjoy the moment well, um, yeah it's, yeah it's a roller coaster but there, but there's a reason for that josh um because uh, that was the order in which you crossed the line and obviously um more discussions take place before the final decision is taken because there could be um external reasons why the roller hasn't gone underneath and therefore you've failed the right height so so you can see why it is and you can also see why i i didn't see that happen so uh, you know um <laughs> in days gone by i would have been around the technical check area and and be uh, been able to see it so i could kind of understand um but um uh, but media have have been banned from that area uh, for for the very simple reason we could uh, we could report what we see but actually uh, you know, there is a legitimate reason why that didn't happen, i.e. damage came from an external source or or whatever. Um, so we've reported something that actually uh, doesn't end up happening, if you see what I mean. So so, so that's why I, d- I didn't get it. But all, the, the thing that I didn't get was that you'd just been involved in just the most wonderful race um, and, and you were full of adrenaline Um and obviously, then you got the huge crushing disappointment that you just you just gone through. Yeah, I mean, like you say, you never really know why why you failed. But like I say, it's it's tough to it's you already know in the, in the pit of your stomach that you're probably going to get thrown out. So yeah, yeah. Um, it was a mega race. You know, I can't I can't, uh, was, I can't look it any superb, other way yeah. from, from my perspective. And I, and I must say, you know, we're as as drivers and as as competitors. 
we're always very quick to you know you know we're trying to beat each other we're trying to you know we're trying to uh, get every single advantage but i think you know looking back on that race you know being in in the british touring cars you know it's the pinnacle of british motorsport um you know racing against the likes of tom ingram and, and rory uh, Rory Butcher, you know, it was it was a pleasure to to race with them, and and we're very quick, like I say, in the past to to criticise each other when when we're not doing well. But I yeah. must say that that race for me, um, you know, Tom was putting his car in every single position to to keep me behind, and it was only, you know, there was only half a gap that I managed to get get the nose up the inside, and and he just gave me the room. And, and there's a lot of people, a lot of drivers, you know, throughout throughout motorsport that wouldn't have given you that that um that space so yes, yeah. you know it's a pleasure to race with him and, and again going going to rory i mean we we saw my horribly failed attempt at going going past him on the last lap yeah but, but you had you know. to go didn't you you had to have <laughs> yeah a go. of course of course I, I wanted to i wanted to go for it and, and i must say if rory had you know not been the driver that he is uh it could have ended worse for for certainly me and and for him so i mean yeah i went for it but yeah like i say i think it's just a good point to note that we're normally very quick to to criticize each other's wrongdoings mm, um mm, in, mm. in the world of motorsport yeah, but i must yeah. say that race was um was a pleasure to be in Oh, it was, it was absolutely wonderful to watch. You know, one of the races where um, I'm standing watching a screen in the pit lane and my legs do all sorts of things. They get all crossed up and it's just brilliant. Are you aware while you're embroiled in such a such a good race, how entertaining that's going to be for the crowd? Is that ever, is that in your mind or not? It's the ones that you think that must be entertaining to watch are the ones that you get no airtime, nobody sees. Um, but in that particular race, I was just so focused on trying to catch, yeah, catch Rory yeah, yeah. Um, that you know you, you don't really know. Uh, it wasn't until after that you know the team had said you know how mega it was to oh, watch. Oh yeah, that, it was it ever that, um, that, that I really knew. But like I say, it was. Um, yeah, it's just a pleasure to to, to race against you know That's the, the nice standard standard of competitor that we get to sometimes in touring cars. That is nice to hear, you know, Josh. Um, and uh, also as a, a, a driver, it, it's good to know the drivers that you can do that kind of racing with the the ones that are going to give you the room, give you the the respect that you need on track. And and and, and the great thing about that is is when you've got a driver that you know you can trust and that they know they can trust you that's when these battles sort of just happen yeah yeah it's the it's giving each other that last little bit of room and, and yes you know for example coming off of a corner often you can just release the steering a little bit and and kind of run that person out of out of road and it, you know it's not it's not something that um the guys at the front in touring cards do very much you yeah. know there, there's there's that that element where actually you're trying to hang on because you want that person to stay on because you want to battle them properly. You, you want, want to carry to, on, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and that was that was proven with, with me and Tom in, in that race too. You know, he, he was giving me, you know, very last bits of space I needed and not a millimetre more. Yes, um, yeah. And, and, you know, likewise what I was doing with him. So it was, like I say, there's there's been drivers even this year where, you know, you can put yourself in vulnerable positions and they just take you out but actually you know when you get to the front with the you know with the top class drivers that are in the championship 
um, it's a pleasure to race with them. It's lovely. It's it's fascinating to watch. What about an overview of the uh, of the season, Josh? Of of your season? I mean, it started. In, we spoke to you right at the start of the year after after Thruxton. Two wins out of three races was was just exceptional, wasn't it? Way to start. Um, what about as the season has gone on? What's your what's your overview? Um, it's you know I think this season, you know, for us obviously got off to a mega start. And since since the first round, you know, we have had success ballast in the car because mm. we've been in the championship fight. Mm. So we often fly under the radar a little bit on a Saturday, even though we've we've been putting in some really strong performances. Yes, I mean, you look at um, look at Silverstone with with a fairly hefty amount of weight on. Yeah, to be P four on the grid was was mega and, yeah. and similar at Knock Hill. I think it was P three in the championship and to again line up P four. Um, you know that it's those sort of consistent and competitive qualifying results have been mega for us yeah uh, and and the kind of the problem is you end up if you end up finishing kind of p3 p4 and race one i've been going into race two with the same amount of weight that i yeah, started of course, yeah, with. Yeah, so it's yeah. nice for consistency for setup and consistency yeah. for point scores but there's been times where we've come away from a weekend having not really you know sh- kind of shone in front of everybody but we've just got some solid point scores. Um, so I, I'd say, I mean, I'm in a really you know, good place with the car. I think it's um, we've, we've got it into a, a really comfortable working um, window for, for me as a driver. Um, and sadly, you know, there's just been times where, you know, as a team, we've done a few, few small things, you know, wrong, perhaps uh, um, a few unfortunate issues like we had at, at Silverstone which again you know we go back to it but it was it was nobody's fault it wasn't an error by the team it was a you know brand new wishbone that went onto the car for that race and we had a component failure oh no um, I don't, I, so, sorry I didn't know that right yeah okay. I mean it, it's not a you know it, it was it was kind of you know not not a fault of the team but you know that's just the way that it goes sadly yes, yeah you know I guarantee you we weren't the only one with with that issue over the the course of the uh, the weekend, um, but it was just unfortunate that you know that that, that happened. Um, and sadly, you know, you look at it as a as a team or a driver. You know, what could we do to prevent that happening? And there's not a huge amount that you can go yes, back and change. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I'm I'm really happy with you know with the um, like I say with the progress of the car. You know, I'm really happy with our pace on a Saturday and on a Sunday. It's just. We've we've just been a little bit unfortunate and had a small small couple of errors which, in this championship, we can't have. So, no, no, no. I mean, it's not over yet for sure, but we're we're a long way back. But it just means that, you know, maybe uh, maybe have to be a little bit more feisty just to try and bump us back up the order a little bit come the the final two race weekends. Well, I was going to say, um, moving on to to Donning and Donington and, uh, and and Brands Hatch. What, what what are your thoughts about that? But I mean, by by the way, you've become pretty much the king of the fastest lap this year, haven't you? I mean, <laughs> y- y- your name's so very often that I don't know how many is it seven seven fastest laps this year or something. Yeah, something like that. I mean, again, I'd like to say that that was my doing, but you know, it's the the the, the pace of the car is just so good, and we've we're so good in race trim, um, and, and we have been in in previous years, but we've really worked on on how the car handles with weight. So you know, some of those fastest laps have been with with the weight in, yeah, which yeah, is just mega. It's impressive, um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, like I say, I, I can't fault what we've been doing, you know, with with the um, 
you know with the car with the development of the car um we just need we need a little bit of lady luck and i hate to use that uh yeah, I hate to use that because no, you know, you're you have to have your a, own luck. But. You, yeah, but you have to have an element of, of, of luck. Or rather, um, it's quite nice not to have bad luck. Um, I, I was saying this to, to Rory. I said, you know, finally the luck has, has, has gone your way. He said, well, I don't like to think of it as luck. No, you misunderstand. You've had a lot of bad luck this year. You've had pace, but, but maybe in, you know, some races you've, you've, um, not had the best of luck, but the rub of the green, we would say in golf, wouldn't we? Yeah. Yeah. And I must say it's great to see, you know, Speedworks and, and Rory and Sam Smelt as well. Come, yes. Coming. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, coming forward and, and developing, uh, you know, their car and, uh, you know, they, they deserve it. I mean, there's been a, a number of times, you know, incidents that have happened um, that just Paul Rory's just been collected in. And uh, yes, one yeah. of them was at Alton Park. I, yeah. mean, I went for an overtake on him. Didn't happen. Uh, two corners later, car behind me had brake failure, cut across the grass and took him out. Yes. Yeah. You know, if I'd have got past, that would have been me. So yes, um, yeah. I hadn't. And, you know, there's absolutely nothing he could do. He's exactly just what business. I mean about the, you know, the luck, the the rub yeah. of the green. It's exactly so, that. So yeah, it's just mega that they, um, you know, they've managed to get some results because they 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 were thoroughly uh, overdue them. Yeah, yeah, quite right too. Um, my original question there was uh, uh, thoughts on the car at Donington and and, and Brands, the final two oh, meetings. Oh yeah, sorry. No, it's my <laughs> fault because I I ended up going off on a faster slap. <laughs> uh, Donington, obviously, love the circuit. Uh, it's where I had my first pole position. It's your and biggie, my isn't first it? Win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Um, I, I mean, I love the circuit. It's been a long time since we went there. Uh, obviously, with it being, I think it was the opening round of 2020. It was. And it's coming to the end of yeah. 21 now. So it's been a long time since we've been there. But I, you know, I do think that uh, that our car should be relatively good around there. It's not a a place where you want to be carrying a lot of success ballast. So hopefully that should play into our hands now that we've. I think we dropped down to about P5 in the championship. Mm. Um, but we just know that Ash is going to be, you know, mega quick mm. around there. It really suits their car. It suits him as a driver. Um, so, you know, it's going to be a, it's going to be an interesting weekend for sure. But um, having us been moved out of the championship, you know, battle right at the front for the minute, we can afford to be a little bit, a little bit uh, riskier and, you know, maybe go for those overtakes that, I've been holding off on uh, previously. Well, you 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 are you are known to be um, the, uh, the 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 Donington's supremo. So we we, <laughs> we shall uh, we shall we shall wait and say my final question, Josh. Um, and it's really nice to catch up with you in a sort of a, a, a laid back environment after a race weekend. Um, what about the dynamic within the team this year? It's a really interesting squad at, at BTC Racing this year because you've got you your long time friend uh jade alongside and I'm, I'm sure you're doing an awful lot to to help her as you did with uh, michael crease when he, he was a, a teammate but also center into the team as well yeah obviously i've worked with jade for a long time um you know both both kind of coaching at race circuits and mm. doing other things with manufacturers yeah um and you know she's definitely had her work cut out this year i mean it's not a it's not an easy championship to to come into and certainly this year where it is ultra close you know it's, it's closer than it's ever been before um so she's got her work cut out uh and she's you know she's been slowly just chipping away and developing um but sadly like i say it's, it's easy to to 
get your kind of merits hidden in this uh, in this championship because there's so much going on, mm. uh, and they often only pick up the you know the 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 highlights of of uh, of, of crashes or you know contact and things like that. So it's um, I think she's been doing a mega job. Uh, obviously, there's still a lot to learn in the championship, and she, you know this year she's been going to circuits. Uh, for example, you know, Croft, uh, where she hadn't driven a touring car before yeah. uh, and then had an issue in, in FP1 that caused her to sit out. So, you know, there's a lot of uphill uphill battles. I mean, considering how long I've been in the championship, if I rocked up to Croft and missed FP1, I'd still struggle, yeah, you know, come qualify, yeah, you know, because yeah, yeah. you need every minute of track time you can get. So, yeah. um, you know, it's mega, obviously, to have have her in the team. You know you know what she's like. She's an excitable character. So <laughs> she, she's fun. Morale yeah. high. Yeah. Uh, and, and obviously Senna as well. You know, we were teammates back in 2018 that's, at Powermax. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Um, obviously, coming in, he missed the first round, you know. So he's he's... He's always been going to the meetings, um, you know, weight free, which has allowed him to be competitive on on the Saturday and then follow that through into the start of the Sunday. So um, it's great to have obviously Senna on board with, um, you know, with with some data that I can kind of correlate, uh, you know, to as well, which which helps me in the long run. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you've got two different sort of characters. Obviously, Senna's yeah. quite, quite quiet. And Jade's the opposite. So, on balance, it's quite nice. (laughs) Well, I've been having a bit of online um, disagreement with Jade this week. Uh, it'd be, be nice to yes I have yeah um, you, you know what um, you know what Twitter can be like at times <laughs> in fairness <laughs> it, it's all in the in the best possible taste though Josh but I'd love to get your opinion on it I think I know that you'll probably be siding with Jade but um, so, so so she's she's been very vocal about the, the, the petrol crisis that we've got at the moment um, she wore us a badge of honour the fact that she likes to, to run her tank as low as it can possibly <laughs> go and now she can really come into her own and she's it's, it's like a call to arms of everybody that likes to play petrol tank lottery or bingo or whatever it is i am the opposite right i get sweats and panic attacks if i get down to half a tank and and that counts for every vehicle that i own so they've all got to be well over halfway otherwise i i do i don't sleep essentially well, I know where I'm coming to siphon fuel. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, don't well, do that. Don't no, do that. No, don't do that. No, don't do that. No, don't do that. <laughs> uh, you see, I'm old enough to remember back in the 70s when there was a proper petrol shortage. It was a thing. Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, mm. uh, and so that was the advent of the locking petrol cap. So yeah. you, you, you'd go down to your local... I can't remember if Halfords was around in the early 70s, but Dad had to, I think, order um, from the manufacturer a locking petrol cap so that you had a key for it so it would make it slightly more difficult to, to siphon petrol. Yeah, so, no, don't do that. This is, a, this is an educational show. It is, well, it is. Yeah. And it, it's like listening to your granddad, isn't it? Remembering <laughs> the, the old war years of petrol and three-day weeks and candles on a Sunday afternoon. Uh, it, it all happened, Josh. It was all, it was all, it was real, honestly. That's why uh, everyone of a certain age holds a few candles in their mm, kitchen cupboard. I bet you don't. No, I don't. No, I you don't. see. My, um, my, my iPhone's got a torch on it, so I use that. Yeah, but what happens when you can't charge it up anymore? I've got about four battery packs. Ah, right. Yeah, you are a proper millennial. You are. That's for, (laughs) that's for sure. So where do you sit on this petrol tank business? Yeah, that's what's just coming back to. I, I'm I'm definitely not one to run the tank completely empty. Good lad. Um, 
yeah, it's it, it's it's a bit stressful to be in that situation. Yeah. I try and I try and plan it well so that if I'm if I've got a big journey, I'll try and fill up the night before so that I can yes. go there and back on one tank. Yeah, you're my kind of guy. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm about the efficiency. You don't have to stop more than you need to. And you do, and you don't want to stop first thing in the morning either. I mean, no, if you're leaving no, no. at five o'clock in the morning to get to a, a circuit or wherever, you just want to get in and have a comfortable drive, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. You don't want to be getting up an extra 10 minutes early just to get a fuel. Do that no. night before, then you can just use the Starbucks drive through on the, uh, yeah, my on ki- the way. My kind of guy, Josh. Uh, I'm glad we see eye to eye. So what would your advice be for Jade then? I mean, she's a mate. Uh, would you suggest that she perhaps changes the way that she likes to... Is she like this in normal life? Yeah. Living life on the edge all the she, time? She's beyond advice. <laughs> we, just, we, just have to, we just have to pick her up when she's uh, run out of fuel on the side of the road. Well, this is the problem. I mean, I'd feel such a fool. But I, <laughs> I, I suppose, you know, she'd never be short of people offering help, would she? She'd just pop out a tweet and all of a sudden she'd have an army of, of, of recovery vehicles turn up, wouldn't she? Yeah, I haven't got that luxury. So no, not me. Keep the fuel in the tank. Yeah, <laughs> quite right too, Josh. Uh, Josh, thank you ever so much for joining us. Good luck for the rest of the year. Donington Park next, so woohoo! Um, uh, hopefully everything will go well for the rest of rest of the season. I'm sorry about um, a race to at Silverstone. However, thanks for the entertainment because it was a brilliant, brilliant race. No, thanks very much for having me, and I'll um, yeah, hopefully speak to you again soon. There you go, Josh. Uh, Josh Cook, everybody here on Autoglim. Tin Top Tuesday. Are you ready to do this? This is Autoglim Tin Top Tuesday.
so we've got this new feature on Auto Glim Tin Top Tuesday, finding out a little bit about the people that uh, make up the paddock, and there are many of them, um, that have a normal life away from the BTCC. Um, and <laughs> so we did our, our first one last week, um, and it was with uh, Adrian Moss, who uh, does tyres for, well, to be honest, anyone that pays him at the moment, uh, because um, he is currently seeing out this season with PMR, but he's also been uh, this year with uh, Toyota, with Speedworks, um, and Laser Tools as well. But previous to that, he was with Team Dynamics for many, many years. Um, So... AD Moss, and and the reason that I got uh, into the idea of doing this was that um, AD fitted uh, to my little camper van uh, an alarm system and uh, a a, um, a, a tracker. And uh, that's what he does for a living. And I thought it'd be quite interesting to find out what the the other people that are around the paddock that are not full-time uh, seven days a week working for the team, what they do in their in their normal life and what they do on a race weekend. Um, they are a merry band, uh, and we were looking last week for a name for the feature. Well, because Ad Moss was our was our first weekend warrior, I th- and and his business name is Aj Alarms. Um, I'm going <laughs> to. He doesn't even know this yet. I'm going to give him a, a his own little sponsored feature and it's the aj alarms weekend warriors feature there we go the aj alarms weekend warriors and i've got my next culprit here on the aj alarms weekend warriors uh, he works for motorbase performance has done for many years but he like ad started out with uh well he didn't start out with did he but he was there for some time team dynamics ollie collins good evening good evening hello how are you I'm good, thank you. I feel rather privileged to be the first feature on the AJ Alarms uh, section. This is good. Well, you are the the first guest that we've got on this feature that's not called Adrian. So, 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 so happy, happy days. Now, Ollie, you're the team manager. Uh, motorbase performance. People have known you there um, for many, many years with David Bartram, and now uh, with the, the four Ford Focuses that you've got within the within the stable, within the MB side of the garage, and in the motorbase side of the garage. Um, but you haven't been there forever. It might feel like it, but you haven't been there forever. So you would have worked with AD, wouldn't you, at Team Dynamics? I did. I worked with AD for four years at Dynamics. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. You see, I and so you know him. Um, I think I might get him to do a little jingle, a, a Dudley jingle, because he's from Dudley. <laughs> so, so, yeah, Joe Alarms, Weekend Warriors. <laughs> I think it would go down really well. Do you not think? Yeah, it would. Oh, that, Absolutely. Right. Okay. Well, I think I'll give him a call and, and see if he's up for becoming a radio star. Uh, we'll build his part. Um, so you're at uh, Team Dynamics. Uh, motorbase performance. How long have you been at Motorbase now, Ollie? I think this is my twelfth season. Yeah, I thought it was quite a quite a few years. It might, it might even be my thirteenth. No, it's my thirteenth. Yeah. Now you so were twelve years. Yeah. You were pretty full time, weren't you? With with um, when uh, David was at the helm of the of the business, um, but now you've moved on to being a weekend warrior, haven't you? Yeah, I've I've never been full time um, here. So I was full time at Dynamics, um, right, and when yeah. I left there, the idea was because 
um, my wife and I are both from Essex and our friends and family were there. So yes. living up in the Midlands and coming back every weekend was getting a bit of a chore. And yeah. then I had a, a started a young family of my own. So we decided to move back to Essex. And when I did that, David approached me because he was expanding into touring cars and Porsche. So he'd run Porsche before, then he moved into touring car. And then he decided that he'd do both. So uh, approached me to do weekends and a bit more. Uh, and that grew into certainly pre-season, I would be virtually full-time. I had a very understanding father that, that uh, <laughs> would just pay me to turn up at work um, when I could. Right. Okay. Uh, so, and then, um, yeah, that's kind of evolved over the last 10, 12 years. So tell, and, us, tell, um, us, tell us about Dad's business then, Ollie. Uh, you, you work so, with your dad, which is a, a sort of a dream scenario, really, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and, and, uh, I, and it's still ar- around the automotive world, isn't it? Yeah, I kind of work instead of my dad now. Uh, right, um, right, whereas okay. We see each other less than ever because he's there, for example, today I've got a day at Motorbase, uh, so he's running the, the workshop today. And then I, I run it uh, most other days of the week. So, um, yeah, we're a, a Jaguar specialist, but, well, we're more of a classic car specialist, so we're right. E-type. E-type particularly, uh, but uh, MGs. But then we we work on anything and everything, uh, restoration to normal servicing, uh, we'll we do anything. What's the most beautiful car you've ever had to work on? Um, I think it, well, it's difficult because we've got some really cool ones. <laughs> got some um, beauties. Is there not one standout? A, uh, well... Um, we, we've got an original AC Cobra, which is pretty stunning nice. uh, and we're worth a frightening amount of money. Yeah, yeah. Um, we've got loads and loads of E-types, which are all all lovely, but there's a couple of Series 1s that we look after in particular that are just, yeah, stunning. Um, but, yeah, we've, we've we've had some amazing cars in it. it yeah, it doesn't feel like work sometimes because it's just beautiful machinery so, and we, we all prefer the old stuff it's a lot easier to work on and a well, lot it's more, more mechanical fun. isn't it yeah the the yeah. electronics of of nowadays particularly um we see it in the btcc we're about to take the next step aren't we next year with yes the, with the hybrid yeah how, how 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 sort of how au fait with 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 this do you are you or do you need to be as a tm uh me, I, I, me as a TM, I need to know the basics, really. I've got some very clever people around me, far cleverer than I will ever try to be, uh, that they can understand the details behind it and work out the deployment and how it all works properly. Um, so I know I need to know a little bit of uh, basic information. And obviously, to, earlier today, we had a, a working group meeting where all the team managers and engineers sit. So I need to know a little bit to be able to join in those discussions yes, and have yeah. a valid opinion so um yeah luckily i don't need to be the brains behind it because i'd be pretty useless at no. that. <laughs> well, 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 well so let me get an idea of uh, it's fairly obvious how you uh, you know grew up around cars presumably your dad has been involved yeah. in this line of work for forever so w- was it always an interest in motorsport ollie yeah, so there's there's two sides of motorsport in my family. My dad has always been very keen on motorsport himself uh, as a fan, but also had a chance to work in it um, briefly before my sister came along, uh, working with uh, the McLaren F1 team. Wow. And uh, him and a couple of friends were working with them. It was purely by chance. 
But also my uncle, but on my mother's side, so my mother's twin, uh, is a British touring car, former British touring car champion. So that there was both sides of the you family. Can't, you, can't just, you, you can't just drop that without dropping the name, Ollie. So he was uh, the runner-up runner overall, I think it was to Frank Sittner, mm -hmm. uh, in 1988. Uh, and uh, he was Class D champion, and his name's Phil Dowsett. And uh, he has he has um, a family member who's now a very successful cyclist. Am I right? He does. Yes, his son Alex, my cousin, um, is uh, a pro cyclist and um, uh, competes in Tour de France. Uh, he's won stages on the Giro d'Italia, and yeah, he's done all the big races and uh, is still doing a really good job. He's with uh, Israel Startup Team now. So um, yeah, he's um, yeah he's he's very good on two wheels. Yeah, and dad's very good on uh, his dad's very good on four. So, so, have you have you ever done any racing yourself, or is it always from an organisational point of view? No, yeah, I've uh, yeah. I don't think I've either got the talent or the finances no, to support. You a and career. me both. Yeah, uh, my two my two sons would love me to have the budget to be able to get them into racing. Oh, <laughs> um, would they? So, the, so it's, it's, where it's, Sims come in? Sim it, racing's really good. <laughs> oh, oh, really? So, have you got a, a sort of fairly impressive rig? If you pardon the expression, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, my son has a has a pretty decent rig, and he's yeah, he's very good at it. He competes every Friday night, and uh, so I I get to have some father son time without the I don't have any damage bills at the end of it, which is quite good. Do, 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 I mean, do you have a go on it? Does he laugh at you uh, yeah, as you I, try? Compared with him, I'm absolutely rubbish. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I'll, I'll have a play on it. Yeah, it's quite good. It's good fun. Yeah, uh, it's brilliant, Ollie. Um, so, um, so to go backwards in the timeline, uh, yeah. Motorbase, oh, yeah, so um, 10, 10, 11 years, uh, Team Dynamics. Uh, before that, you were with a, a fairly notable team, weren't you? Yes, West Surrey Racing. I actually, so I started, I had a work experience at college um, that I needed to get some work experience. I was at, uh, doing a business studies course because motorsport courses didn't really exist no, back then. No. Um, and my uncle knew Dice, who was running the McLaren GT team at the time. And um, so I got a two-week work experience down in Surrey with him. And uh, it was perfect timing because it was about two months before Le Mans. Uh, and they got so busy on the build-up to Le Mans that um, they said, would I like to go and do Le Mans? How cool. How so, cool is that? So I missed my exams, which everybody but me was worried about. I was going to say, yeah, uh, and whatever. I, <laughs> and I got to go and work at Le Mans uh, with uh, a team running two McLaren F1s. Uh, it's just like, I think my career went downhill from there. But yeah, it's uh, <laughs> a pretty awesome, pretty awesome start to my motorsport life. Yeah. We, um, we, 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 we share... We share something, Ollie, which I didn't know, in that my first ever um, uh, paid work uh, in the motorsport arena was at Le Mans in Perfect. 1989. Uh, oh, I'm a yeah, I'm a little bit behind you. I was 96. Were you? Yeah. Oh, okay. What a, what a, what a first place to go. It's oh, mega, isn't it? It was amazing. And, and, and mine yeah. was really weird. I was asked to write the music for the Le Mans video of that year and, and and the guy that ran the company a guy called David Wynn Stanley um, said have you ever been to Le Mans so I said no I haven't he said you can't write music unless you've been 
So, <laughs> righto. <laughs> so, booked <laughs> up my the, way. the Page and Moy coach, and and off off we went. And he was right, actually, because you know the the night segment that they wanted, sort of arty shots and and music and that that kind of thing. I'm not sure I'd have probably got that had I not been there. Um, because I, I was there in '89, thinking about it. Were as you a really? Spectator. Yeah. Were you really? Yeah. So, so, yeah. so you realise now. Every time uh, I did it a couple of weeks ago at the the Porsche Festival um, at Brands Hatch, I interviewed Jock and Mass, and we uh, had a had a chat. Um, so you realise, wow. having been having been at, at Le Mans in 1989, just what a big thing that is for me, really. To, to <laughs> it's pretty to, amazing. You know, just it? chilling out with Jock and Mass, you know. It's it's fine yeah because that yeah. was the that was the year of the the silver arrows wasn't it yes yeah yeah i think we left early because we were jaguar fans and uh dad got the ump so we left early <laughs> yeah there were a lot of jaguar fans that would make the pilgrimage around that time uh, yeah because they won yeah. the previous year didn't they 1980 we, we, i was part of the track invasion the previous year so oh yeah. were it's, you uh, by jove <laughs> <laughs> were, yeah. were you good <laughs> Good lad. There were a lot of Jaguar fans there as well, weren't there in 88? Goodness me, yeah, some amazing pictures. Um, Right, okay, well, now we know we've got something else in common that we didn't know before. Um, So you worked with um, uh, Dick Bennett. Tell tell me about that experience. Yeah, so I was, um, I had no aspirations of getting into the BTCC, working with supercars. I I used to look at it and think, oh, not really sure about that. Just looks like a crash fest. Um, and uh, didn't quite understand it and then we did a test day at the end of the year to do some filming they were doing a a TV show a remake of the new professionals Uh, and we're sorry we're there with the Mondeos and we were there we were running a a Bugatti McLaren and um, it would seem I caught the eye of the then team manager he he needed a a bit of a gopher and and quite liked the way I was working apparently so um, offered me a job when I told him I did stickers uh, it sold (laughs) It, it sold him uh, me to him for the job because he at the time was doing stickers and he didn't want to. He wanted to offload that job. Uh, and I kind of half blagged it as well because when I said I did stickers, it probably sounded like I did a lot more than I, than, than I actually had done. Uh, but I managed to blag my way through my first year. And, um, yeah, we, we started. My first year was when Mansell uh, did, did his comeback in 98. Um, and the, the then team manager... I work with now, he's um, a fellow team manager at Motorbase. So I run the MB Motorsport side um, and Malcolm runs the Weirra with Photon Group side. So Malcolm Swetnam was that gave me my first job in BTCC. It's um, it, 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 it's so interesting how, um, you know, it, it, it is a small world, isn't it? The most small is, world, not just in the UK, yeah. but around the world as well. You know, you can turn up in, in uh, I, di- I did this myself. I was working in Formula BMW and I turned up in Singapore, very excited for the first ever Singapore Grand Prix. Um, and all of a sudden I'm surrounded by... Pat Blakeney, what are you doing here? The circuit manager now of Thruxton. These people, yeah. you know, the, 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 you make friends along the way and whatever area they're in, they might move around, but they're, they're always there or thereabouts. And you meet them again, don't you? It's lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I saw a few at the weekend. Some of them uh, were there as, as guests that have uh, been in the BTCC, moved on to F1 and then uh, yeah, bumped into them just having a little look around. It's always quite nice to reminisce. You men- you mentioned Uncle Frank earlier on, Frank Sittner. He was at Silverstone, apparently. Well, I I've saw. seen a picture. I didn't see him, yeah, but I've seen a picture. Yeah, same. 
same as that. Yeah, I saw, I saw that. Yeah, uh, it's so cool. So, so um, have you got the right balance to your life now, Ollie? Now you're a um, inverted commons, uh, inverted commas, a weekend warrior. A weekend warrior. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, I've always thought um, I've had the right balance to life, but I think that's probably more my outlook on life. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yes, I've got I've got a young family, and I think one thing that's very attractive to working in the BTCC is it's uh, it's as competitive as ever. The levels are as high as ever. Uh, but equally, we do 10 race weekends. They're all in the UK. And with the exception of Knock Hill, we're always home on a Sunday night. Yeah, it's true. Um, so we actually do get to have to live a bit of a life, whereas a lot of these motorsport categories, and so even touring cars when I started, it was a bit of a lifestyle. You were yeah. away so yeah. much. If yeah. you weren't racing, you were testing and developing and and... Now it's it's settled down, and the I suppose the intensity is less now. You yes. still have the same intensity on a race weekend, um, but um, but yeah, I think in between races and, and winter programs are nowhere near as, um, as as intense as what they used to be. So so yeah, the the work life balance, having the ability to tick the box of the of the working in motorsport, and yet still be part of running the family business um is is a nice progression and uh, there are a lot of times where i wish i could split myself in two because when we're busy at motorbase and i can't get away from working at dad's um then yeah it's a bit it can be slightly frustrating because i suppose also i've gone from being full-time to and gradually built into this weekend role with a few days yes. in the week here yeah. and there yeah um when i when i started at west surrey I would say ninety percent of the of the grid personnel were full time, and only ten percent I would say were weekend warriors. It's probably closer to the other way round. I should think yeah, it's probably yeah. seventy-five twenty-five now, where twenty-five percent are full time, and the rest of the team are built up with with weekend warriors. And at Motorbase, we have some amazing guys that uh, come in on a race weekend. And they all work elsewhere. A lot of them work in the motor industry. For example, we've got uh, two or three that work at Ford, one that works for Seat, one that works for Jaguar Land Rover. Um, and they're, they're all very capable people. They've all been around motorsport for a long time, and most of them have been with Motorbase for a long time. I mean, a couple of them, like Stewie Heath and Graham Dean, have been here longer than I have. Yes, yeah, yeah, and yeah. But what, what that means is we have the ability to have guys come in on the race weekend. They can turn up Friday night, Saturday morning and drop straight in and they don't need to have a refresher. They don't need to warm up. They know exactly what they're doing the second they, they turn up. And it enables Motorbase to operate the way we do. And Weekend Warriors are such a huge part of this paddock these yeah, days. Yeah, yeah. You, mentioned, and, you, you um, mentioned one of your guys, um, his full-time job is at Ford. Does he get a deal on panels? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it helps us out a lot. Yeah, yeah, very good. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, so now we've got yeah, a couple of guys there. So um, one works in the engine department, and um, yeah, and the other one works in the workshops. Yeah, wow. And, wow, wow, um, wow. So yeah, and uh, it, yeah, it does it does work, but he quite likes it. it. Kind of crosses over both worlds, and yeah, he's helped us out with the when we built the new ST. Yes, he yeah. was very helpful in in getting us um, getting us to the right people within Ford to to see where we can get stuff yeah, from. Very, car was so new. very handy, so, and 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 what a yes. great thing it was to build those new cars because what cars they have turned out to be, Ollie. Yes, they are. They, yeah, they've been pretty kind to us. Um, and, <laughs> they um, have, yeah. yeah. 
we put a lot of work in. It was a very different approach to yes. the original uh, Focus ST that we were running. We learned a lot. Um, and then to David pushed the button a couple of years ago in the winter to to go to the new one. And um, yeah, the approach was was yeah, really detailed and thorough. And we learned from some other, some of our competition on the grid of how yeah. far it all moved on. Yes, yeah. And um, yeah, because yeah, there was a lot of computer aided design and all that kind of stuff. It, it was it was a, 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 a proper job, I think, is the phrase. Yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah, very different approach. Uh, but it's reaped its reward. You put the effort in at the start and you've got something that you can work yes, with. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I think our results are uh, proving that. So. Well, they rather are because um, uh, one of your drivers is very much in the title hunt for this year. Two wins in the last seven days for, for yeah. Jake Hill. He's, um, yeah, and that was a return to motorbase for him, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, cause we actually did a photo at Croft uh, of the guys that are currently in the team uh, that were still in the team back oh, in good 2013. Idea. Good yeah, idea. So we and he debuted at Croft and he won he won the Jack Sears Trophy that that weekend. I think he was standing in for Liam Griffin. That's right. Yeah. And um, yeah, and then uh, that kind of kickstarted his touring car career, and he moved on from there. And then yeah. Eight years later, we reunite, and uh, yeah, he's doing the business. At <laughs> like the minute, we were so. saying, it's a very yeah. small business, and the friends that you make then, you'll meet yes. sometime in the future. Amazing, yeah, amazing, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ollie, yeah, thank cool. you, thank you, mate. Uh, now, my, my, my final, and thank you for being our, our first non-Adrian guest here on the uh, uh, AJ Alarms Weekend Warriors feature. Um, so, here's another feature of the feature. And I'm going to put you on the spot here, so uh, you might not be able to come up with the answer immediately. But um, it is uh, your obligation to come up with, to nominate the next weekend warrior that we get on Auto Glim Tin Top Tuesday. How's that? Can you can you think of something? Uh, yeah, and not necessarily from your team, uh, because then it would become... Um, the, mo- the motor-based feature, yeah. It would become <laughs> um, a motor-based feature, yeah. Um, so, I could, yeah... I could easily pick one from my team or anyone from my team, but um, I might have to think a little bit more because you probably don't really want another team manager on either, do you? I don't That'd mind. I, I really don't mind. Absolutely fine. Well, I, I'm pretty sure. I think Zoe Timbrell, uh, fellow team manager, is a weekend warrior as well. Is she not? She used to work. I know she used to work for Titan Steering Racks and then she took the BTC team manager role on. Interesting um, person and a very yeah. good nomination. Cool. Oh, well, well, well done. Ollie Collins. Yeah, because um, uh, Zoe is, uh, yeah, multifaceted. Um, and yes. uh, this year is doing media things and all sorts of all sorts of other things. So, good idea, Zoe Timbrell. It is. Yeah, we shall get yeah, Zoe on go. the next edition. Well done, Ollie. And, and um, going back to the AJ Alarm side of things, I have oh, to yeah. put a thanks out to uh, to AJ as well because uh, he fitted a tracker for for one of my cars as well. Yeah, so you see, he's a friend of the good. paddock, isn't he? He, yeah, is a friend. he introduced me to the world of trackers and, um, yeah, he's very knowledgeable about all of that. So, uh, yeah, he, he, he fitted one for me. It's, it, it, we were talking about it last week. Um, it, it's amazing. It's a Scorpion. Uh, so it was a, a Gemini alarm and a Scorpion tracker. And I've got a little app 
And then when I get to wherever I'm going, um, I can monitor my whole journey and look at it on the map and see how fast I was going or, in my case, how slow I was going. (laughs) (laughs) I really do need to pick up the pace through roundabouts in a camper van, that's for sure. Um, But, yeah, he's a a good lad um, and uh, and, and a, a friend to the paddock, that's for sure. Yes, definitely. Uh, there we go, Ollie. Thank you ever so much for joining us, team manager of. Um, uh, so, are you team manager of M- MB Motorsport? Is that how it works well, now? Yeah. Or, so hmm. I'm kind of, I suppose, because I do a bit more during the week. I'm kind of, I suppose, a bit of a general manager for the right. four when okay. we when we're at work, and I do a lot of the paperwork and contract side of things. Yes. Uh, but then when we get there on a Friday, then I take over the MB Motorsport powered by accelerated by Blue Square side. Uh, and Malcolm looks after the the uh, racing with Weir Tools and Photon Group. Well, so. what, what, whatever you are, Ollie, you are a weekend warrior. And uh, we're very, very grateful that you spared some time for us here on Autoglim Tin Top Tuesday. A good friend of the show is Ollie. Um, Ollie, thank you very much indeed. Have a nice evening. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. There we go. Cheers, Alan. Ollie Collins, everybody, from Motorbase Performance. Whoops. I think I went over a bit, didn't I? Not sure we've ever finished at 11 o'clock before. There was a lot to get through. It was a busy weekend at Silverstone. I was buzzing. I still am. If we haven't got to your emails, I am sorry, but we'll look through all of them and uh, you never know, there might be an image of the week lurking in there somewhere. Dylan, thank you very much indeed. The picture of the, the painting of Murray Walker at Silverstone. Absolutely fantastic. Had a great day at Silverstone and loved all uh, racing uh, racings. Uh, oh, I don't really get that sentence, but uh, love the Murray Walker tribute. As do I. Haven't seen it in person yet, but it's it's absolutely got Murray, hasn't it? Didn't realise that people were signing on the chequered flag as well. That's lovely. Who else? Stuart Morris, enjoying the show as usual. Hope Smarty is going well. That's my little smart car. It is. She's lovely. And full of fuel. I look forward to seeing you and some BTCC action at Donington. I think a few of us are, Stu. Jadine, thank you very much indeed. Here's some pictures. Oh, the sunset. The sunset on the grid at the end of the day. Podium shots. Fantastic, Jadine. Well done. Thank you very much indeed for those. Who else has written in? Uh, We'll get to all of them. Uh, Neil Cornish uh, has written in. Evening, Neil. Uh, Dawn as well. Thank you so much, everybody. And of course, thank you to all of our guests this evening. Uh, There were quite a few, weren't there? Dan Lloyd, Christian Dick, Tingram, as ever, Tom Ingram, Stephen Jelly, Josh Cook and Ollie Collins all made up a three-hour marathon here on Autoglim Tintop Tuesday. That's me slapping my hand. Very naughty. Three hours. Goodness me. And of course, thank you to all of you for listening and for making Autoglim Tintop Tuesday so much fun. But you're still wrong about the tea. I know, I know. I'll make you a cup of tea. 
and you can tell me how wrong I am. Thank you so much for listening, everybody, and we'll see you in a couple of weeks after Donington Park when we'll be looking back at the penultimate meeting of the year and looking forward to the finale. In the meantime, night.